The Sealands Grove Seals play on Eagle 107. Bounces off tackle, spins at the 35, shakes off another defender to five, spins into the end zone, touchdown Sealers Grove Seals. Now it's time for Seals game day from the heart of Seal Nation, driven by Sunbury Motors. It's a preview of tonight's Seals game, the Heartland Conference, and games all over the central Susquehanna Valley. Now from the stadium are Pat O'Brien and Dave Hess. Alumni field on the grounds of Milton Area High School and welcome to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motors with Ford, Hyundai, and Lincoln's in the North Fort Street Auto Plaza in Sunbury and Sunbury Motors Kia's routes 11 to 15 on the strip in Hummel's Wharf. This is Pat O'Brien. I'll be joined by Dave Hess here shortly. Tonight on Eagle 107, the Seals Grove Seals open the 2020 season versus the Milton Black Panthers. The Seals Grove Seals played the Milton Black Panthers last in 2017 when they came away with a convincing 54-16 win. Seals Grove leads the all-time series 49-33 and one tie. Since 2000, the Seals are 20-3 and against the Milton Black Panthers. As I welcome Dave into the conversation, the Seals finally get to start the 2020 season with a matchup with Milton, a team they've had a lot of success over the years. But this offseason, unlike any other, and Dave, you've been around a football a long, long time. I can't imagine you have experienced anything quite like what these coaches and players experience here in the offseason. Never, Pat. It, this is the most unusual thing I've ever seen in high school football. It, 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 it actually makes me worry a little bit about conditioning and things like that. I just don't know. Now, I, I will give you this. We have a good, uh, a strong coaching staff. They'll make sure these kids are in shape. But I can't imagine, number one, only having one scrimmage prior to the first game. It's tough. It's got to be tough. But you know what? It's Seals football. We're out here. It's a beautiful day. And I like the way our team looks in our uniforms right now. As they are warming up here to our left, they have the white helmets, white shirts, and blue pants. As Milton on our right-hand side with the white helmets and all black uniforms with the orange sleeves. It is a beautiful night here in Milton, and we're happy to be able to bring you the 2020 version of the Seal and Grove Seals. Dave, you talk about the offseason, and to go along with that, we got a lot of personnel changes for Seal and Grove up front. The number one spot is at quarterback. As Coey Bastion returns to the Seals roster to take over as signal caller, as Danny Schock has taken his t- talents to South Beach, with Bastion adjusting to his return to the field, the run game is going to have to be very vital to allow him to adjust back to running the quarterback position for the Seals. I, I completely agree, Pat. And uh, to be honest with you, I, I like what Coach Ferrero has done with this offense. He's gone to a, a p- pretty much a pistol look, uh, but with all the basic run schemes that you would have, the, the, the basic stuff like dive, lead, counter, uh, trap, all those things that we've run through the years, but it's out of a totally different set. Yeah, I, that's it's real important that we get off the good start of the run game. I, uh, but on the, other, on the other hand, I have a whole lot of confidence in Coy Bastion because Number one, he's, he's a very strong kid, he's a very athletic kid, and he's got a whole lot of smarts. So I, I think that's going to go a long way for him tonight. Well, one thing, and with all the changes, one thing that's been the constant since we've been covering the Seals Grove Seals since 2009, and even before we came on as the voice of Seals Grove Seals, is the defense. The defense, even back in the 2011 season when Seals Grove went just 1-9, the defense still kept them in games throughout that season. And the guy they look to to lead the way uh, is Ryan Allman as that linebacker position, but you also add in the safety T. Hoover to go along with Nate Schoen. You'll like those three guys to be your staple in a very good defense, and they'll do it again this year. 
You're doggone right. I, I, I would love to have coached a kid like Ryan Almond. The kid is, he is out there, man, and he is he is a tough dude, and he's athletic as all get out. He's a hitter, uh, and and Nate Schoen, what what can you say? The kid is just a talent. You know, he's he's amazing. And Teague Hoover is is. A tip, like I say all the time about him, he's a typical Hoover. He's a tough dude. He attacks the line of scrimmage like nobody from the free safety position. Nobody in the conference is going to attack the line of scrimmage like he does. But he has a knack for not getting beat deep, which I love. And he will come up on the line of scrimmage and attack the line of scrimmage like a linebacker. He's also going to get a chance to play some offense as well. So we'll get to talk a lot more about that and how those adjustments have been made for the Seals Grow Seals. But, Dave, when you're looking at it, we talk about Ryan Allman and T. Hoover, leading tacklers from a year ago. And when you have it as your middle linebacker making all those tackles, you don't always like the safety to be that high in the tackle. But T. Hoover plays that safety position position very different than your normal safety yeah when you have a guy like teague hoover you know you, you got to expect a little uh, a few more tackles than normal but he's way over the top and you know you don't want your free safety to get all those tackles but on the other hand this is a whole different kind of animal this is teague hoover we're not talking about a safety that's back there playing patty cakes you know yeah, this is the guy that wants to attack and hit people so i love the kid I, I wouldn't trade him for anybody in the world so he's going to return at that safety position, as we talked about as well with Ryan Allman. Nate Schoen will review the entire defense and offense as we continue with Seals game day because we have a lot more to cover. We'll look at games, uh, part of the Sunbury Broadcasting families. So we'll hear from Kevin Hurd covering the Chickalimmy Braves, also the Lewisburg Green Dragons, and also we will chit-chat about what we were able to talk to Derek Hicks about. We didn't get the interview with him this week with everything going on, but we will get back to doing that next week but we'll talk about our conversations that we've been able to have with Derek Hicks throughout the week as he's been preparing his seals for the Milton Black Panthers and finally we'll uh, check in with Dave when he's going to tell us what's going to seal the deal for a victory for the Seal and Grove Seals. This is Seals Game Day driven by Sunbear Motor Company on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com There she is again always messing with your eyebrows she's you Fussing in the mirror. Time for microblading by Blessed Beauty at Shalom Salon and Spa. Microblading is a semi-permanent procedure that creates perfectly shaped and colored eyebrows without the daily work. Done by licensed technicians. Mention this ad and save $100 off your session in September. Stop messing with your brows with microblading by Blessed Beauty at Shalom Salon and Spa, Market Street, Middleburg. And on Facebook at Blessed Beauty, 570-837-1188. If the last time you had a fun event with your friends and family was Uncle Bob tells you about his vacation for the third time in a row, then you miss the great times that are found at Garfield's Restaurant and Pub. Everyone from moms and dads right down to all the kids always enjoy Garfield's food, plus ice-cold drinks including Pepsi. Enjoy light fare and appetizers, tasty entrees, desserts, and a whole bunch more. Catering is available, too, for your next holiday or party. It's always great times, great tastes at Garfield's Restaurant and Pub at the Susquehanna Valley Mall. Online at Garfield's.net. It's time to put Wi-Fi where it belongs. Everywhere. Replace your router and blanket your whole home with fast, reliable Wi-Fi powered by Plume and SECV. Plume continuously learns about your internet needs and gets better each day. Plume also brings you parental controls, guest access, ad blocking, and security protection from suspicious content and devices, all available at the touch of a button through the Plume app. Call 1-877-955-SECV or visit secv.com slash plume to learn more. In-store, at home, or anywhere in between, now you decide how to buy your next car, truck, van, or SUV. Conduct the entire process online from the comfort of your home 
and let us deliver your new vehicle to you. Or begin the experience online and finish it in our store for a quick and easy car buying experience. With never before seen incentive, now is the time to buy. All backed by our lowest price guarantee. So start your online digital buying experience today at blazealexander.com. Taking deals, the other guys won't. Hiking, biking, rowing, running. The game is life and you're the weekend warrior. You work hard and you play hard. Football, baseball, soccer, golf. To move is to live and whatever your sport, Shemokin Dam Health Center specializes in total health to keep you in the game. Call 743-4333. Shemokin Dam Health Center Designed with you in mind. ready to bring you the 2020 version of the Seal and Grove Seals. But before we do that, across our country today, Americans came together in service and remembrance of 9-11. The Eagle 107 broadcast team also joins in remembrance of the nearly 3,000 lives taken in the terror attacks. We honor the courage of those who put themselves in harm's way to save people they never knew. We come together in gratitude for the strength that has fortified us as the, over these last 19 years. And we renew the love and strength that binds us together as one American family. Now, as we continue with Seals game day, we check in with the other games going on a part of the Sunbury Broadcasting family. And to do that, we check in with the voice of the Shikalimbi Braves. They're going through a lot of change. A new coaching staff at Shikalimbi. The names of the coaches and key players are very familiar Tonight, the Braves are on the road to open up with Central Mountain. So let's hear from the voice of the Shikalimi Braves, Kevin Hur, covering the Braves on 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. Welcome to Thompson Street Stadium. Kevin Hur, along with the Chief Dave Ritchie. It's Jersey Shore and Shikalimi, the semifinal in the PIAA Quad A District 4 tournament. A matchup that went back to early in the year, and Jersey Shore pretty much dominated right out of the gate, Chief. Well, they scored on three of their first four possessions and only used four plays to do it, if you remember. And they were up 20-21-0 uh, before the first quarter was over. And that was it was a lot of points in a short amount of time, Kevin. Well, Tanner Lorson leading the way, the 6'2", 180-pound senior at quarterback, 2,316 yards in the air, another seven, almost 800 yards on the ground. I mean, that's 3,000 all-purpose yards, David. He's definitely uh, one of the top athletes, if not one of the top quarterback in in the uh, in the league this year, Kevin. And it, it, I think you made mention of it the first time, how well he hides the ball, all right? And that's something that that the Braves had difficulty with. Fake the counter play and come around with the naked bootleg, and he got a lot of yardage out of that, too. One of the tough things that Chickalmy has in this game is trying to figure out a way to not necessarily stop but control this Jersey Shore offense, and maybe you do that by getting some first downs and having an offense of your own that just stays out on the field, and that's one of the things the Braves were not able to do until the second half when they may have found a little bit of an idea on how to take care of Jersey Shore. Well, they went a little more spread instead of running strictly the wing T. And, you know, Coach Tilford, uh, by this time of the year, it, it's difficult to believe that they have two different offensive sets in, but they do. And, you know, that seemed to give uh, Jersey Shore's defense a little bit of trouble, basically because 
they put everybody in the box, Chicklin who's going to run the ball. And I remember saying to you, how did anybody ever beat this team, Kevin? And then we saw the Braves move the ball in the second half using the spread. Well, only three teams were able to beat Jersey Shore in the regular season, but the Braves are coming off of a win streak of their own. And, boy, I'll tell you what, I've never seen a Chicklin team with play with more emotion than they have in those last three games. Well, I think all year long they've, they've been a good practice team, and they weren't getting any results from those practices. And Coach Tilford said, hey, we win the first one, things will start to happen. And they did so you know one of those things that uh, you get your kids have a lot of confidence and you know they come up here jersey shore probably remembers how they played against the braves this is a completely different braves team so uh, it'll be interesting we'll hopefully uh hopefully like you said the braves can run their offense control the ball and keep Lorson off the field. Well, Shikolami is a very tough team to defense right now with wing T spread, and they'll, they'll throw in a couple of monkey wrenches along the way, too. You mean the Tilford specials? The, the Tilford specials, yeah. yeah the uh, five pages of the back of the playbook <laughs> that are just special pages instead of the, the back page of the playbook. The one you have to take the magic coin and scrape off the covering <laughs> to see what exactly the play is. You're right. Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, hopefully the Braves will find a nice big winner under that scratch-off here tonight in Jersey Shore. Game time is set for 7 o'clock airtime on News Radio 1070 WKOK on the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app and at WKOK.com. We'll be getting underway at 6.30 with the Chief, Dave Ritchie, and myself. And we'll have more from Thompson Street Stadium on WKOK coming up a little bit later. More coming up from Sealands Grove and Midwest with Pat O'Brien and Dave Hess coming up as we continue with Seals Game Day on Eagle 107. This part of today's game is brought to you by Diversified Construction. Hey, whose turn is it to make the popcorn? When I was a kid, it was always my turn. First, I shook the hot oil pan until the corn popped, and later I used a hot air popper. Now I'm back popping in a hot oil pan because the butter and salt sticks to the popcorn better. Hopefully, you're having a good time snacking with family while listening to today's game. Quality family time is what life is all about. We'll be back later in the broadcast to tell you about what we do here at Diversified Construction. You'll see the world world of difference at Central Vision Eye Care in the Susquehanna Valley. Conserving and improving your vision with the latest ophthalmic technology is the commitment of Dr. Daniel Facero and Dr. Tara Unsicker Facero. Central Vision Eye Care is scheduling appointments for their locations in Lewisburg, Milton, and Montoursville. Central Vision Eye Care for vision exams, medical exams, cataract surgery. Central Vision Eye Care, where patients are their focus. See us at centralvisioneyecare.com or call 570-768-4970. That's 570-768-4970. Did you ever notice football sure does whip up your appetite? Make sure you stop at Tom's Eatery at Fox Crossing on Route 35 in Mount Pleasant Mills before the game, and you'll really enjoy the excitement however you're experiencing the game. Tom's Eatery is open Wednesday through Sunday from 11 till 8 with delicious specials every day. Your favorite country comfort foods, sandwiches, dinners, and desserts. They're available for private parties and gatherings, too. Tom's Eatery in Mount Pleasant Mills, also on Facebook. Before you travel to the football stadium to cheer on your team, Tri-County Tag, your local PennDOT partner, can make sure your vehicle or tailgating RV is ready to roll. Tri-County Tag Service, Hummel's Wharf, is your convenient one-stop shop for fast and efficient service. Registrations, title work, and transfers, driver's license renewals, and notary services. All of those tasks that can seem overwhelming are taken care of without a long line or appointment. Tri-County Tag Service, the Susquehanna Valley's trusted PennDOT partner for over 40 years. Open Monday through Saturday at Park Road and Pennsylvania Avenue in Hummel's Wharf. State and service fees 
Terms apply. Mark and Troy here at Zimmerman Motors. It's Jeep Adventure Days, and we're celebrating with special Jeep pricing for everyone. We have huge discounts on every new Jeep in stock, up to $6,000 off new Jeep Cherokees to qualified individuals. We're also discounting every new Jeep Renegade up to $7,000. Jeep Adventure Day discounts all month long. Great selection, 0% financing on many Jeep models. It's going to be a fun month. So come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman difference. Call 570-988-JEEP or visit us online at ZimmermanJeep.com. What is it with that song? It's classic rock. That's all I want to hear. Play the music. On Eagle 107. Welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company and Eagle 107, eagle107.com. Both teams in their pre-game warm-ups. Again, Seals Grove off to our left here and Milton off to the right. Good numbers, Dave, when you look out and maybe didn't think that would be the case with everything going on, but both teams seem to have plenty of guys out there, and that's going to be important as they go throughout this season when, uh, you know, you're dealing with all kinds of different potential problems as you make your way through the season. And again, both teams in their pregame warm-ups. Before we get talking more about the Seals Grove Seals and the Milton Black Panthers, we're going to check in with the other game that's covered on Sunbury Broadcasting Family of Networks, and that's the Lewisburg Green Dragons taking on Central Columbia. So it's time to check in with Greg Wetzel as he previews the Lewisburg Green Dragons on 100.9 The Valley and WVLY.com. The Lewisburg Green Dragons take on the Central Columbia Blue Jays tonight in the 2020 season opener. Tonight's game will be played at Harold L. Bullig Stadium in Seals Grove, which for this season will be the home field for the Green Dragons. Last year, these two teams played an exciting game that Central Columbia won in overtime by a score of 24-21. to Last year's Lewisburg team was led by quarterback Nick Shedleski, who set numerous records during his career at Lewisburg. Since his graduation, Lewisburg has changed their offense to a triple option to try and take advantage of their outstanding group of running backs. That group of running backs will be led by senior running back Max Moyers and Ethan Dominic. Max Moyers is coming off a knee injury that cut his junior season short. Moyers needs 50 yards rushing to become the all-time leading rusher in Lewisburg football history. Central Columbia comes into tonight's contest with a veteran team. They return senior quarterback Garrett McNellis, along with returning running backs Dylan Devlin and Troy Johnson. Leading receiver Eli Morrison also returns for the potent Blue Jay offense. Defensively, the Blue Jays run an odd front defense and play a lot of zone defense behind that front. Each team wants to get off to a fast start this season. As usual in a season opener, the team that makes the fewest mistakes will usually come out on top. Game time is 7 o'clock with the pregame show at 6.30 on 100.9 The Valley and WVLY.com. I am Greg Wetzel for game day on Eagle 107. WNL Nissan is proud to support the Sealands Grove Seals this high school football season on Eagle 107. Visit WNL Nissan on the strip in Sealands Grove as they are celebrating Nissan Truck Month till the end of the month, September 30th, with as low as 0% financing for up to 72 months on select models. See all offers and details online at WNLNissan.com. Stay safe and good luck to the 2020 Sealands Grove Seals.
At the Shock Law Office, attorney Richard Shock brings over 20 years of experience providing legal services and solutions to individuals, government entities, and businesses both large and small. Serving the greater Susquehanna Valley and now conveniently located just off the strip at 8 Commerce Avenue in Sealance Grove, the Shock Law Office can help you find the legal solutions you need for your life or business. So whether your legal needs involve estate planning, starting or growing a business, developing real estate, or navigating any of the many laws and regulations that affect you or your business, contact the Shock Law Office at 570-492-7133 or on the web at shochlaw.com. This is Bill Booker, and as a Seals Grove parent and fan, I know all of us can't attend the games as much as we used to, but I'm thrilled we can still listen to our Seals together. The game of life has thrown us some trick plays this year, and if financial matters are stressing you out, I'm here to help with all of your income tax needs. No matter if it's for one person or a whole business, I do the best for my clients. Please schedule a time to talk with me by calling 570-374-7343. That's Bill Booker CPA, 530 South Market Street in Seals Grove, right next to the American Legion. I look forward to seeing you all soon in person. And as always, go Seals. Seals Go Ford is kicking off this football season with some hard-hitting deals on new Fords. Save up to $7,200 off a 2020 Edge and 0% for 60 months. Save up to $10,000 on Ford F-150 XLTs. Save up to $7,500 on a 2020 Ford EcoSport all-wheel drive. Buy it now for $2,965 plus tax and tax. It's going on now at the bridge in Seals Grove. Seals Grove Ford is the home of Mr. Sharpie and the Sharp Pencil Deal. Tax and tax extra all rebates to dealer. Edge savings based on stock number 20109T. EcoSport based on stock number 20011T. F-150 based on stock number 20048T. Need dining room, living room, or bedroom furniture? Aaron's in Sealands Grove has a full showroom of new and pre-leased merchandise at affordable prices to fit anyone's budget. Also don't miss out on our six months same as cash from now till October 3rd. Aaron's is at 1102 North High Street in Sealands Grove behind CVS. If you can't get to the store, just call us at 570-743-8260 or go to Aaron's.com. As always, there's free setup, delivery, and service with every sale. Stop in and see Courtney, Nikki, Jacob, Austin, and Andrew at Sealands Grove Aaron's team today. Aaron's is easy, beautiful, and affordable. Eagle107.com. Welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbear Motor Company here on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com. And during our break there, recognize that we did not have the right preview for Kevin, her, and on 1070 WKOK. So we're not going to waste any time. Now we got it all queued up. So let's Tonight, check the in Shikolami with the voice Braves of the new era with Jim Kaiser at the helm of Shikolami football. The former Danville coach has mixed in some of the coaching staff from his former staff at Danville with some former Shikolami alum. Now, even though the coaching staff's a bit new, the offensive scheme it isn't. It's still the wing tee. Plus, the team has quite a few familiar names on the roster. One of the deepest parts for the Shikolami offense is the running back core of Colton Simcoe, Gage Wolf, and Duncan Weir, among others. The quarterback slot will have Drew Balestrini under center, looking at what has become his favorite target a year ago, Davis Marshall. Joining Marshall in the receiving core, Mason Brubaker, Colton Simcoe, and John Pfeiffer. And when you look at it, they have two six three six four guys on the edge in Marshall and Pfeiffer. The O-line, well, that's a bit different this year. Two sophomores, two juniors, and a senior, and a few of those guys with some playing time from a year ago. The defensive side will see the biggest change, not in the names, but in the style of defense as Kaiser brings his 3-5 to Shikolimi. Tonight, Braves face Central Mountain and their big front three on the defensive side. Ben Garlick at 265, Jake Welsh at 315, and Ronnie Ergut at 310. It's going to be a bit of a challenge for this newer Shikolami offensive line to keep those guys out of the backfield and open up some holes. 
Brett Garlick has moved up from the backup to the quarterback slot and will have the experienced running back junior Ryan Pence behind him, along with four seniors in front of him on the offensive line. Shikalami at Central Mountain tonight on News Radio 1070 WKOK with the Chief Dave Ritchie and me beginning at 6.30. Kickoff is 7. I'm Kevin Hurt for Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motors on Eagle 107. This is Sealands Grove Seals football on Eagle 107. It's time for the Derek Hicks pregame show. Now back to the stadium with Pat O'Brien and Coach Hicks. Eagle107.com, and as you heard, this would be the time that we would have an interview with Coach Derek Hicks, but under the circumstances, we were unable to catch up with him this week. We do plan on doing it next week, but we do have a coach in the booth, so we're going to check in with Dave Hess and talk a little bit about our conversation with Derek Hicks coming into this. And, and the big thing is, and we've already mentioned about a crazy offseason, the importance to have leadership under the circumstances of just, you know, a few months ago, unsure if we were going to have high school football, but, I mean, the leadership had to be very important. Derek talked about that. And, you know, Dave, you know that going in each and every year during your coaching profession that, you know, you got to have leaders. you got to have leaders to step up. And, boy, this year was a test of that to see who those guys would be. And, and Derek's been very pleased with what he's seen from leaders. Yeah. Uh, you know, when, when you're preparing for a football season, the most important time is January, February, March, and then March, April, May. And we lost March, April, May. So, I, you know, when it comes to strength and, and, and weight training and, and all those different things you do in the offseason, you, you really need, in a, in a normal year, you need big leadership on your with your kids. So you can, because the, the older guys, the leaders, they get people in the weight room. You know, they're pretty much in charge of things. They're, they're in charge of the attitude and so on. And that would have been absolutely necessary this year, given the fact that they weren't together for so long. And they had a short summer to prepare, and it was a a scrambled up summer so yeah leadership is is huge but you know I, when you talk to coach hicks he's very optimistic um he's obviously very happy with the defense and and i was happy with the defense i watched him on film i didn't get to the um to the scrimmage but uh i you know he's very optimistic and as a matter of fact i think both coaching staffs here are optimistic tonight we uh we talked to matt Wenrick. he's He's coaching for Milton. He's, he's real happy with things that are going on here at Milton. And when you talk about that leadership, and a lot of it when we've already mentioned, there's personnel changes. Guys moving to different positions that didn't play there a year ago or haven't played at all during their, you know, uh, in a significant role. And, and guys, and you start right at the quarterback position. And talking to Derek about that, you do have your returning offensive coordinator coming back. And you mentioned already that you're going to see a lot of the similar stuff but with Coy Bastion stepping back in, the nice thing is yeah, he didn't play a year ago, but he's a big-time Division One-type athlete. And, Dave, you and I talked about on the way here how tough he is. He's a wrestler going to Bucknell, so you know he's tough. I can tell you, Derek's very pleased to have him back, an opportunity to coach him playing that quarterback position. Yeah, you're right. That that toughness goes a long way, when it, the mental toughness especially, when it comes to playing quarterback. And I, from what I understand, Coy is, is a tough dude, man. And... And I know his mom very well. I talked with her. She's a great lady. And they're a, they're a smart group of people. And I, I really like that kid, a quarterback. I think it's very important, like you had said earlier, you alluded to this, that we get the run game going early uh, to take a little bit of pressure off him. Because if I were Milton right now, give it, you know, get it, having a first, basically a, a first-year senior, a second-year senior, basically. He hasn't been there since sophomore. But I would, I would load the line of scrimmage and take the run game away and force him to pass. So that that's going to be it's, it's going to be real um, 
very important for the Seals to establish a run game early. Well, one thing we know about Coy Bastion, and Derek talked about it this week, he's not afraid to take off and run. No. And he's a type athlete that can do that. He can stretch a defense, create a lot of mismatches. And, again, he comes with that strength that we know, and he can break away from tackles. So he's definitely not afraid if he needs to do that. You do need to combine with the pass game. But when you throw guys like, and this is something Derek talked about well as well, when you're returning Ryan Allman and Chone in the backfield, but he also said he's excited to see Teague Hoover back in the backfield as well. Oh, yeah, Teague Hoover. It's exciting to see Teague anywhere. It'll be, it'll be a lot of fun. It's going to be a, it's going to be a nice night tonight. So Derek has dealt with a lot in the offseason that we've mentioned and uh, just chit-chatting a lot with him about uh, personnel-wise. You know, he, he's, he's a big on the special teams. He likes to see Kyle Rule back as his kicker. He does a great job with the PATs. And, you know, he's looking for a little bit better percentage from his uh from field goals, but it is nice to have that kid back if you need him in pressure situations. He's excited about that. But again, when you have a lot of personnel changes in a very unusual offseason, Derek talks about leadership, and he's excited about guys like Ryan Allmitt, Nate Schoen, and also Teague Hoover. But Dave, you and uh, know better than anyone playing the position, and Derek's concerned about the development of a couple new offensive linemen stepping in as well. So you know, he, he's worried about that, but he's anxious to see how they're going to be able to play tonight. Uh, yeah. Kind of a new offensive line mixed in with some guys from uh, from last year. Yeah, and, you know, it, the offensive line is really, it's it's generally it's the last thing to come along when you become a good football team. You, the offensive line is, is the piece of your team that needs the most attention early in the season, and it's huge. Uh, and to be honest with you, I, looking at the scrimmage film from last week, the offense was not real productive, but on the other hand, every time they got stuffed on a play, it seemed like they were one man away from a big one. You know, and it was just one guy, a mental mistake. Every seemed like every play, but you know, they get, and that's normal. You get those things straightened out now, and you're going to be okay. That's one last piece that we, in terms of what we talked to Derek about, and and that is not having two scrimmages. That changed just a couple years ago, and I know you're a big believer in, in having those two scrimmages and the development from one week to the next week, and you didn't have that. Going along with everything else, you didn't have that. that that's going to be something tonight. You know, you wonder about the mistakes. You wonder about the growth not having a second scrimmage. It, to me, it, it, that's huge. I, it, you, the two times during the season when you have your greatest growth is from your first scrimmage to your second scrimmage, number one. You get to clean up all those little goofy uh, mental mistakes that the kids are making. And then from your first game to your second game, when you really get in there and you get in a slugfest with a team, you really grow that week from your first game to your second game. Um, I, it's it's going to be one of those things this year. We, we've got to see that growth come early. You know, it, Now the growth is just going to be from the first scrimmage to the first game. So we we got a long way to go, but on the other hand, I have confidence the Seals are going to pull it off. I like what I see. I think they're a very athletic group, the Seals group this year. Their defense is faster than I've seen in a long time. That's saying a lot. Yeah. We've seen a lot of good defenses, and we know it's geared around those linebackers, and it's awful nice when you have that that stable middle linebacker to set things up. He's, he's a vocal leader. He's a He brings all that energy and excitement, and guys like Brandon Heil, uh, and, and and Kissinger, who come back from the linebacker core last year, you know, excited about seeing their growth. Talk about growth from one year to the next. Brandon Heil, he really popped out on, in the scrimmage with his speed coming off that edge. I could not believe the speed that Brandon Heil had in that scrimmage. He he was smoking off that edge. I mean, he really came hard. He got to the quarterback a number of times in that scrimmage. I didn't know that Jimmy Heil could have a son that fast. <laughs> you know, I coached Jimmy Heil a long time ago. He wore number sixty. Okay. Yeah, you know, that's not a speed number. <laughs> Going along with those linebackers, Rothermall 
and we talked about Kissinger. Also, Coy Bastion will play the inside linebacker with Brandon Heil and Kissinger playing the outside linebacker. So, again, we know this defense is geared a lot around those linebackers and be able to fly all over the place and make things happen. We're excited about seeing that core here in 2020. Before we go to break, the other thing we have is the Blaze Alexander Ford Tough Game of the Week where it's worth the drive to Ralph. 45, and today we'll keep an eye on the Shemokin at Jersey Shore game. Curious to see Shemokin had a good season a couple years ago, bit down last year, see if they can bounce back, and they're going to have a tough matchup against the uh, favorite in the conference, and that's the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. We'll so keep an eye on that, and we call that the Blaze Alexander for the tough game of the week. We're going to come back as we near the opening kickoff, the 2020 season at top of the hour, but we'll talk more about the Seals Grove Seals, but also talk about the Milton Black Panthers coached by Phil Davis. All that more as we continue with Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Oh, I hate this line. I'm going to be late for work. I just want a cup of good coffee. And I don't have all day to sit here waiting. Well, good news for you. You soon can get fresh roasted coffee and treats at Route 11 Coffee and Cream on the Danville Highway. It's going to be the funnest, funkiest coffee shop in the valley with a drive through that serves you friendly and fast. It's happening later this month, so go to their Facebook page now for updates. Route 11 Coffee and Cream on, you know, Route 11, of course, in between Nori and Danville. Coming to you soon. Hiking, biking, rowing, running. The game is life, and you're the weekend warrior. You work hard and you play hard. Football, baseball, soccer, golf. To move is to live, and whatever your sport, Shemokin Dam Health Center specializes in total health to keep you in the game. Call 743 4333. Shemokin Dam Health Center, designed with you in mind. Seals Grove Ford is kicking off this football season with some hard-hitting deals on new Fords. Save up to $7,200 off a 2020 Edge and 0% for 60 months. Save up to $10,000 on Ford F-150 XLTs. Save up to $7,500 on a 2020 Ford EcoSport all-wheel drive. Buy it now for $29.65 plus tax and tax. It's going on now at the bridge in Seals Grove. Seals Grove Ford is the home of Mr. Sharpie and the Sharp Pencil Deal. Tax and tags extra, all rebates to dealer. Edge savings based on stock number 201. 090 EcoSport based on stock number 20011T. F-150 based on stock number 20048T. We all sometimes are in need of a way to express how we feel. When you want to say congratulations on that beautiful new baby, great job, happy birthday, happy anniversary, or simply I care, trust Gracie's Flowers in Seals Grove to give your feelings their finest expression. Gracie's is a full-service florist. No matter the occasion, Gracie's will work their magic and put together a customized gift basket and add balloons, plants, candles, plush animals, fruits, or snacks for a personal touch. Local delivery is available, and Gracie's Telefloor Services can send you bouquet to loved ones anywhere, anytime. Call 570-374-4923 for Gracie's Flowers. 901 North Market Street in Seawance Grove. It's game time, and the team at I'm the Guy Basement Systems is ready to give you a customized game plan to fix your basement's problems. Moisture, seepage, mold, those are serious problems that won't go away on their own. Let ITG help. We offer free inspections to ensure your home is dry and healthy. Visit ITGBasementSystems.com to schedule your free estimate today. ITG Basement Systems. I'm the guy to make it dry. Every song is a classic. Boom shakalaka. On Eagle 107. Good to see you, buddy. 
Eagle107.com as we get ready for the opening kickoff. Top of the hour here from Milton High School. It is the Sealers Grove Seals and the Milton Black Panthers. We now turn our attention to the Milton Black Panthers and uh, hearing and, and, and checking out some of the media on the Milton Black Panthers. Even though they finished 0 and 10 a season, 0 and 10 a season ago, they are a really strong group of skilled players. Milton head coach Phil Davis feels very confident about his skilled players. Back, the the Black Panthers return Ethan Rao, who had 533 yards passing and four touchdowns as he moved into the quarterback position midway through the season. Also allowing six foot three junior Ashton Canelo to move to outside receiver. Canelo was the quarterback along with sophomore Xavier Minium, who had a team high 19 catches. Gives Rao plenty of choices on the outside. Dave, one thing I always say, if you can't come into week one feeling a little bit optimistic about your team, that shows it will be a long season. But Phil Davis, he does come in optimistic and he's he's looking forward to watching his skilled players here tonight. Oh, yeah, Phil, I'm sure the Phil's like any other coach. You do have a positive attitude about your kids, especially coming to game one. You know, and that's got to rub off on your team. Uh, the, I think the thing that's going to help Milton is if they come out and, and get a good start. If I think the confidence is going to be a big thing with them. And if, if they come out and they get beat up on in the first quarter, I think they could, you know, they could fall flat. But as, and on the other hand, if you're Seals Grove, you don't want to let this team hang around because the more, t- the more, the longer you let a team like Milton hang around, the more dangerous they get. So I think it's going to be a big thing for Milton to, to have some success early. And I think it's a, it's got to be the Seals goal to, to try to, squelch any kind of of effort they might have uh, in the first quarter especially early on well coach davis also he recognizes the biggest question mark is the offensive line he hopes to get more production from a year ago where a team only averaged 9.4 points per game but again dave you know you played the position you played up front you played in the in the uh you know the the necessary or the the most essential part of any good team and that's that offensive line but you know uh, coach davis is uh, concerned about it, but also optimistic that he can uh, see some more success from the uh, offensive line to hopefully get more points than he averaged 9.4 points a year ago. But, you know, it starts at that offensive line. And their offensive line is, is good size. They're, they're actually bigger than we are up front. Um, they, they start with uh, 240 pounds, 230 the tackle, 235-pound guard, 230-pound center, and 275-pound tackle and 210-pound guard. So they're a whole lot bigger than we are up front. But on the other hand, you know, I saw, I saw um, Fogarty, uh, Cameron Fogarty, mm-hmm. in, in the in the film. He at nose guard. He's a little short guy. He just ate up Lewisburg last week. So I'm I'm really interested in seeing what Cameron's going to do this week. I he plays low. It's going to be interesting. Also, uh, talking to. Uh or hearing from Phil Davis, the one thing is he feels that the numbers are bigger. We already mentioned it looked like Milton, you know, it was a couple years ago, you know, maybe three, four years ago, their numbers had really dropped. And that creates a lot of concern when you're trying to play a competitive football season. But he's positive about the, the numbers he's dressing, 46 players uh, to open up the season for the Milton Black Panthers. And uh, the team believes that in, in buying into the to the idea of using your skilled players and also creating numbers, put more guys in the weight room and, you know, like you said, Dave, you get you give somebody like this, give this team some confidence and, and allowing them to stick around. That confidence seems to go through the roof. 
and all of a sudden you're in a tight ball game. You cannot allow this to happen. But for Phil Davis and the Milton Black Panthers, they're trying to build on uh, that positive vibe that's around here right now and trying to create more positive plays for uh, a team that's struggled over the last few years. Yeah, and, you know, this Milton is scary because they are desperate for a win. I mean, they were 0-10 last year. This would be like winning a Super Bowl for them tonight. So if, if they start feeling success, look out. Well, and you look at Phil Davis's team, nine seniors, 11 juniors, 14 sophomores, and 12 freshmen. So when you look at the sophomore freshmen, they have 26 out of the 46 are either a freshman or a sophomore. So that's what he's talking about. Those guys buying into the program and see if they can be a big part of the turnaround here at Milton. We're going to take a break, come back, talk more about the Seal and Grove Seals opening the 2020 season, look at some starting lineups, also give you some numbers from a year ago as these teams are trying to get to 1-0 on the 2020 season. We'll check in and more as we continue with Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbear Motor Company here at Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Blaze Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg is the lowest price guaranteed, period. Whether you're looking for a new or used vehicle, you're always going to find the lowest price at Blaze Alexander Ford. Check out all our inventory at blazealexanderford.com. And we have one of the largest selections in the state of Pennsylvania on new Fords and pre-owned vehicles. Don't make a $1,000 mistake. Make the drive to Route 45 in Lewisburg, where you're always going to get the most for your trade, and the lowest price guaranteed. Blaze Alexander Ford, Route 45 in Lewisburg, taking the deals the other guys want. Mark and Troy here at Zimmerman Motors. It's Jeep Adventure Days, and we're celebrating with special Jeep pricing for everyone. We have huge discounts on every new Jeep in stock, up to $6,000 off new Jeep Cherokees to qualified individuals. We're also discounting every new Jeep Renegade up to $7,000. Jeep Adventure Day discounts all month long, great selection, 0% financing on many Jeep models. It's going to be a fun month. So come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman difference. Call 570-988-JEEP or visit us online at ZimmermanJeep.com. Hiking, biking, rowing, running. The game is life and you're the weekend warrior. You work hard and you play hard. Football, baseball, soccer, golf. To move is to live in whatever your sport. Shamoka Dam Health Center specializes in total health to keep you in the game. Call 743-4333. Shemokin Dam Health For nearly six decades, Hubs Home Oxygen and Medical Supplies has served the home health needs of Central PA with outstanding respiratory services and quality home medical equipment. We provide solutions to enhance the lives of our customers and their loved ones by helping them be safer, more comfortable, and independent at home. With offices in Williamsport, Lewisburg, Lockhaven, Wellsboro, Harrisburg, and Carlisle, there is always a nearby office to help you improve your life. Now open, our new Hubs location in the Susquehanna Valley Mall in Sealands Grove. Every week, thousands of people from all over the world come through our doors to enjoy a home-cooked meal or just to browse our gift shops. One of the favorite spots that folks like to gather are near our fireplaces, found throughout our restaurant and lobby areas. Ever since Glicks installed the heat and glow inserts and fireplace, we've received so many compliments about how warm and inviting they make our store. I'm Steve Colhavy, General Manager of Country Cupboard in Lewisburg, and we're pleased to be able to recommend Glicks heat and glow products. Eagle 107 is WEGH, Northumberland, Sealands Grove. Your home for Sealands Grove Seals football. It's almost time for kickoff. Now from the stadium are Pat O'Brien and Dave Hess. 
Right Field here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. We will turn to our game notes brought to you by our Statman Zach Showers. And, you know, the last time Seals Grove played here was 2017. It was also to open up the season. The Seals Grove Seals was a senior leading dominating right from the start behind 402 yards and five touchdowns by Logan Leiby. The Seals jumped out to a 48-3 halftime lead in two, uh, to a route to a 54-16 victory in week one. Receiving core, Ricky Cope, six catches, 183 yards, two touchdowns. Jared in seven catches, 148 yards and two touchdowns. They led the way in the receiving department for the Seals Grove Seals. For Derek Hicks, Derek Hicks is 4-1 and one in season openers with wins against Central Columbia in 2015 and against Milton in 2016-2017, and then he got the fourth win in 2019, beating Lewisburg. His only loss was 2018 against the Lewisburg Green Dragon. So in openers, it's important, you know, Dave, go all the way back to 2012, and you beat Milton or Mifflinburg 3-0, and that propelled that season to be one of the most enjoyable seasons that we ever covered. And Ryan and I, on the broadcast, Zach Chow, we talk about that season all the time so season openers can be such a vital piece to what you see for the rest of the year and that's not going to be any different here tonight no the biggest goal you have is to get that game one we'll get that first win that that's so important and you referred back to 2012 that was a fun game i'll tell you yeah we were coming off 2011 when we were one and nine and we came into that mifflinburg game and Mifflinburg was heavily favored. Uh, they were a real good football team that year, and we got this 3 nothing win on a field goal. <laughs> we had a, the, the snap rolled back. Mm-hmm. We had a kicker who had never kicked a ball in a game before, <laughs> and he made it. Yep. It was amazing. He had to, uh, Sully. Sully had to yep. stop halfway through his kicking motion, stop, and then just boot it, just, yep. just chip it up over the butt. It was amazing. He had a fake punt in that game as well. And, and uh, when um, yes, uh, just lost his name, Adams. Zach Adams, Zach. yep, had a fake punt, number 25 at that point. You got a first down there, and that led to the 3 nothing win. Yep. So, again, you go back to think about openers. Seals Grove's had a lot of success under Coach Derek Hicks, 4-1, and one, and it helps propel things as you move on. Now, since we've been covering uh, the Seals Grove Seals, we go back to all the way 2009. The Seals are 9-2 and two against Milton. They've outscored Milton by 40 points in seven of those games, or they've scored over 40 points in seven of those games, and have shut out Milton twice, 2009 and 2012. Now, if you look at top performers, we already mentioned about Logan Leiby. Javon Batts had 218 yards in 2012 playoff game. Angelo Martin had 175 yards and five TDs against the Milton Black Panthers. That was back in 2013. We mentioned the receiving core. Ricky Cope had 183 yards back in 2017. On the defensive side, Jack Gogler, 13 tackles in 2012 playoff game. And also in the sack department, Wyatt White, 2015, Austin Burkholder, 2014, and Nate Bingham in 2013, the playoff game, all had two sacks in those games. Boy, you talk about Nate Bingham, and uh, he, he was a great linebacker for the Seals Grove Seals, and he, he – uh, had a uh, two sacks back in 2013 as the most sacks against the Milton Black Panthers. Now, you look at the losses that Seals Grove deals with from a personnel standpoint. Josh Nyland is another guy, undersized guy. I know a guy that you you liked very, very much in terms of the way he went about. You talk about Teague Hoover. I think they fall under kind of the same mold where they throw their body around trying to make plays. They're going to miss a guy like Nyland uh, in the receiving court and also on the uh, defensive side as well. 
better believe it. Nyland was a physical player. He was a little guy, but man, he just he just sold out every play, sacrificed his body for the team. I loved him. He reminds me a lot of Coy Bashan in a way because Coy Bashan's is a tough kid too. You know, he's 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 a gritty kid like that. Um, yeah, they, we're gonna. You know, I think we have some young kids that can step up and, and fill the shoes there, but he's a loss. And also, we already mentioned about Danny Schock, who is, uh, has transferred. So, Coy Bashan, who we mentioned, he'll be stepping in uh, for Danny Schock. So, it'll be the first time in six years that we don't have a number 18 running the show for the Seals Grove Seals. But we will have a number 8. So, uh, close to it. But uh, so we mentioned Corey Bastian will be stepping in. Micaiah Showers, Micaiah Showers third on the team with 85 tackles. We lose out on him. And also Wyatt Metzger, second on the team with 254 yards receiving, fourth on the team with 81 tackles, and also an all-league punter. Now, you can't overspeak that. Remember a year ago, Wyatt Metzger seemed to come up with punt after punt, nailing guys inside the five-yard line. The Berwick game led to a touchdown. He did that many a times. That's a huge difference and a loss when you lose your all-league punter in a Wyatt Metzger. That has effect on every bit of field position through the game is your, your kicking game. And Wyatt will be missed as a punter. Uh, he was an, um, uncanny how he did things last year as a punter. He was doing coffin corner kicks and all that stuff, things that you would expect some kid at Penn State to maybe to be able to do. It was unreal how he did, he pulled that stuff off. But then also, uh, Wyatt, as a tight end, oof, mm-hmm. really good. As a defensive player, the kid was an animal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, but I like our, I like our outside linebackers right now, yep. i got to tell you. And that's what it is. It's reloading time for the Seals Grove Seals. They've seen a lot of great linebackers over the years, and they continue to pump it out. It's it's a, an environment that is it feeds off good, athletic, strong, energy-type uh, linebackers, and we'll see that again here tonight. We're going to step aside, come back, and we are getting ready to open the 2020 season here from Alumni Field on the campus of Milton Area High School. All that and more as we continue with Seals Game Day here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Saving money on your next vehicle is as easy as SMC. Sunbury Motor Company. Since 1915, SMC provides total commitment to complete customer satisfaction. Sunbury Motors sells and services new Fords, Lincolns, and Hyundais in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza Sunbury. And new Kias on the Golden Strip in Hubble's Wharf. No one beats Sunbury Motor Company's lowest price promise. Check them out at Sunbury Motors. SMC, a tradition of trust since 1915. Eagle 107. Sunday, the Eagles visit Washington to open the season on Eagle 107. Pre-game starts at noon. Kickoff at 1 with Merle Reese and Mike Quick on Eagle 107. So we're getting ready for the opening kickoff. So, Dave, I throw it to you as I do. We talked a lot of different aspects here tonight. We talked about the offseason, crazy as it was. We talked about personnel changes. Uh, and we talked about the importance of season openers. So I throw it to you to give us the idea what you think is going to seal the deal for a victory for the Seals Grove Seals here tonight. Take away their confidence. Take away their Get some success early with Milton. Um, absolutely play great defense like we have for many years now Seals Grove and the offensive line offensive line establish the run game give Coy some time oh special teams special teams always special teams we you know our coaches do a great job with special teams our return games have been real strong uh punt return and kick return and our kick games have been strong so we've got to be consistent we've got to continue to be great in that that third of the ball game tonight 
and Seals Grover try to build on their confidence well in seven and five season a year ago after a five and seven a year before, so hoping to be able to advance in that record, obviously. Seals Grove's schedule after tonight, they'll be at Central Mountain, and then they'll be home for back-to-back games against Shemokin and Jersey Shore before traveling to take on the Chickalemi Braves, and then they'll be at home taking on Central Mountain before they're back at Shemokin and then Mifflinburg. And if you listen to this, this schedule, they'll be playing two teams twice Seals Grove will take on Central Mountain again at Central Mountain next week, but then they'll have a home game against the Wildcats, but they'll also be playing Shemokin twice. They'll have a home game against Shemokin before they have to travel to Shemokin and week seven of the eight-game schedule, and again, they'll wrap up the season against Mifflinburg. For the Milton Black Panthers, they take on Shemokin next week. They'll travel to take on the Indians before returning home to take on the Shikolimi Braves, and they'll have back-to-back road games at Central Mountain at Jersey Shore before returning home to take on Chimokin. They'll be at Chick, and then they'll finish out the regular season against Warrior Run. The last five years for the Milton Black Panthers, 0-10 a year ago, 2-8 in 2018, 1-9 in 2017, another 0-10 season 2016, and 2015 just 1-9. The last two wins against the Seals came back in 2013, a 33-28 win over the Seals Grove Seals. And in 2011, they beat the Seals 13-10. For the Seals Grove Seals, the last five years, we already mentioned a year ago, they were 7-5. In 2018, just 5-7. But 2011, they were 11-3. 2016, 8-4. In 2015, they were 13-2. The last five games against the Milton Black Panthers, we already talked about the 2017 win, where they had a convincing win, 54-16. They beat Milton in 2016, 51-6 to open up the season. In 2015, they won 55-14. 2014, they won 42 to 12, and also 2013, they won 41 to 18. So the last five times they've taken on the Milton Black Panthers are five and zero, outscoring Milton 243 to 66. Their head coach Derek Hicks in his sixth year, 44 and 21 in his his uh, five last five years for the Milton Black Panthers in the fourth year, Phil Davis, 3-27, and 27, but he is hoping to build on confidence for the Milton Black Panthers. Only scored 9.4 points per game. The total yards a year ago, 257 in the rushing department, 108. Passing department, 149. They only scored 14 points or more three times. They were shut out two times. The most points they scored a year ago, 27, when the Black Panthers were able to uh, put up those points against the South Williamsport Mounties. The returning, uh, leading returners for the Milton Black Panther we talked about with Anthony Rao, 445 yards passing, and he'll look to, to try to build on his success a year ago. And Coach Davis is very excited about his offseason and what he can bring to the table for the Milton Black Panthers. Against the Seals Grove Seals, averaging 19.3 points a year ago, 212.9 total yards. 122 of those coming on the ground, 90 of them through the air. They scored 32 touchdowns a year ago, 11 by the pass, and 21 by the rush. And we'll stop right there, and I'll talk to you, Dave, regarding 21 rushing touchdowns. Boy, they're going to want to have to build on that if they want to be able to have the success. Only 21 touchdowns scored on the ground. They need to improve on that. Before we get to that, Dave, we're going to stand, respect the flag here, uh, especially on this very uh, 
uh, emotional driven 9-11 moment here from Milton Area High School. the national anthem you know it's moments away from opening this up and again it's the 2020 season for the sealings grove seals taking on the milton black panthers but dave getting you know back to you know the thought and uh, just getting things underway getting quickly but it's going to rely a lot on that run game ryan allman nate joan hoover in the backfield and uh, that offensive line be able to create opportunities. Only uh, 21 touchdowns on the ground. That's not Seals Grove way. They're going to have to improve on that. They do. They have to improve on that. And I think they're going to. Uh, I, I really do. I, I like what I saw in the first scrimmage. But, you know, it's just fundamental football. And and I, I like Mike Ferrero's approach. Uh, he, he is going to mix things up tonight with formations backfield sets some motion stuff like that i'm sure i didn't see a whole lot of that in the scrimmage but i know it's coming uh but on the other hand he stays very basic and fundamental and i like pete um boss and, and mike have obviously tweaked some of the blocking up front like they've changed the counter blocking a little bit this year the uh the the, the power blocking is a little bit different the sweep blocking is different they're pulling a a tackle a play side onside guard a backside tackle it's usually just the guards but i like what they've done and i've seen these schemes at other places especially a place like bloomsburg university when matt winter one of milton's coaches played there and they ran a lot of the same blocking schemes so i'm looking forward to seeing what what we're going to do on the ground it's going to be it's going to be a good night sales grover rely on the ground mostly a year ago with nate shown 726 yards rushing and he had 11 of those 21 touchdowns so expect to see a lot from him and again ryan almond uh in the backfield along with teague hoover so we'll see how things come along for the sealings grove seals this is sealings grove football presented by sealings grove ford on eagle 107 wgh northumberland sealings grove Look at that Seals Grove a year ago, what they're trying to overcome 
It's a struggle last year. We talked about in the offense in the passing department. And, you know, when they were last on the field, they had a difficult loss against the Jersey Shore Bulldogs where they lost 33-14 to as Jersey Shore was able to get on the board for first before Brett Four had a 31-yard punt return, uh, able to knot things up. And at the end of the first quarter, it was 14-7. The end of halftime, it was 14-7. But Seelsgrove would get on the board and uh, on a Hollenbach touchdown, and they would tie that up at 14-all before Weston for Jersey Shore put them up 21-14. And then Schaefer for Jersey Shore, another touchdown, made it 27-14 at the end of the third quarter. And finally, the Jersey Shore Bulldogs would end the 2019 season for the Seals Grove Seals, where they won that one 33 to 14. Seals Grove Seals ended their season at seven and five. So it's been a long off season. They didn't like the way things ended that way at Thompson Street Stadium a year ago. And you know, Dave, that's a big part of it too in terms of off season. You want to get back on the field. You want to get back after it. And for those guys returning after taking that. You know, blow a year ago to Jersey Shore, boy, they want to get on the field and they want to start hitting some people and they want to do it tonight. That was a tough game to lose because we were in that thing um, right up till halftime and then they, they we kind of got away from us. But, you know, I, I, I like where we are with Jersey Shore this year. We got them at home. We don't have to play up in their stadium, which is always a negative thing for us. But, uh, I, yeah, it's going to be an interesting year. I, we have Jersey Shore about midseason, I believe, this year at home, so it'll be good. Well, that wraps up Seals game day, driven by Sunbury Motors and with Ford, Hyundai, and Lincoln's in the North Fort Street Auto Plaza in Sunbury. And Sunbury Motors Kia's routes 11 and 15 on the strip in Humble's Wharf. Get ready for the opening kickoff as both teams have taken the field. Again, we're looking forward to seeing Coy Bastion back at quarterback for the Seals Grove Seals. Had a battle back in his sophomore year with Danny Schock and Derek Hicks said they were neck and neck, and uh, Danny ended up uh, overcoming uh, Coy Bastion as a sophomore. Coy took a year off concentrating on wrestling. Boy, that worked out for him. He's got a Division One scholarship to uh, Bucknell, and he decided to come back out for a senior year. Often you see that. Guys step away from it, and they get excited, and they want to come back out. So you got to know his his adrenaline is pumping, man. We, you know, Dave, and you you see that happening. Well, guys come back, Dave, and have, they end up coming back and have a great senior year. How many times do you find yourself with a quarterback who is also a starting linebacker, <laughs> right? All right, and and he's also a division going to be a division one wrestler. That that kid has some credentials. As captains are on the field, and it's just Nate Schoen checking out there as captain. Also, the captain for the uh, Milton Black Panthers, Ethan Rao. Woods, Ethan Rao, the quarterback. So the captains. They just send out one for each under the circumstance here, but we're getting ready to get this one underway and very excited that thinking just a couple months ago we weren't sure if there was going to be Friday night football, but on a beautiful night, two weeks into September already, and already feeling a little bit of the chill and the fall feeling here. The sun is falling behind the trees behind us, and boy, I think I should have brought a jacket. It feels like it feels like where we ended last year. Pretty sure, right? It froze up there. It was terrible. That was a bit chilly that night. Tell you what, Pat, it is a beautiful football night, though. Mm-hmm. I, I thank God it's mm-hmm. back. Thank God football's back. It's on a grass field, and that's not often you'll see here anymore in this day and age. But it's sometimes nice to see the grass field nicely cut here at Alumni Field. Seals Grove will get the opening kickoff as Nate Almit will drop back. Also dropping back for the Seals Grove Seals would be Teague Hoover, standing about their 10-yard line, just waiting to get this one underway. 
Kicking it off for the Milton Black Panthers will be number two, Trace Witter, sophomore kicker. As he will kick it deep, and Milton will look to get good coverage here as we get ready to get the 2020 season underway here on Eagle 107 at Eagle107.com. Swift kick is going to go to the up man underneath Schoen's feet. He picks it up with one hand, going off to the right side. He's got some room. Still going up the right sideline. Makes a move at the... 50, able to take it in Milton Black Panther territory all the way down to the Milton 40-yard line. And Seals Grove will start there first down in 10 as their offense takes the field. That was a great start for the Seals. You know, they, they pooch-kicked that thing. I'm not sure why they pooch-kicked it to Nate to Nate Schoen, though. I, I, I would tend to keep it away from him. But uh, Nate, Nate just had a powerful run all the way up to the, to the Milton 40-yard line. Terrific job. Nate Schoen will start in the backfield along with Ryan Allman and Hoover. Quarterback is Bastion. Kissinger and Nate Almond, the receivers. Also starting to left is Brett Four as he'll line up to the left of Bastion. Two backs in the backfield along with Corey Bastion. And first offensive play getting ready to happen here for the Seals. Four goes in motion. Turn. Give it to Bastion. Bastion looking. Got a wide open man. Oh. As Rotherham will try to extend himself to make the catch. Unable to make that connection. Falls incomplete. It'll bring it up a second down and 10 for the Seals. They had that pattern. It was open. It was just a little thrown a little wide. I like the call. Mike Ferrer started off with a run action, but then he booted the quarterback out to the left, and they caught a drag receiver coming outside to the left. Offensive line, Young, Fogarty, Miller, Catherman, and Seco. 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 Tackle for the Seals Grove Seals. Young, the returning center, will snap the shotgun formation once again to Bastion. He does. Bastion's going to keep it. Design run. Nothing there. Slam to the turf. Loss on the play. Making a stop that time for the Milton Black Panthers, number 62. And it's Rurick able to come through. Loss on the play. It's going to bring up a third down and long for the Seals. Yeah, I think if you look at film, you're going to see that one player missed his block, one person up front. Uh, because there was, we had one lineman who was turned facing our goalpost, which is not a good thing. Uh, third and 13. Third and, yep, third and 13. It's going to be a tough down here. This is it. Big down. And send two wide receivers to the left this time for the Seals. Third down and long. They have it in Milton Black Panther territory at the 44, maybe the 43-yard line. Bashing gets the snap. Rolling to his left. Look it. It's going to take off and run with it. Up the left sideline, gets past the 40, down close to the 35-yard line. The mark about 35, so Dave, you wonder if this is four-down territory, whether they're going to go for it here, because it makes it a much more manageable third-down play. This is four-down territory, I think, for Derek Hicks in this situation. I really do. Well, actually, now it's fourth and six. They're going to call it fourth and six as they mark it at the 36-yard line. Javel, Rerick, and... Goodwin up front for the Milton Black Panthers. Rerick, Daub, Loss, Canelo, and Shaw, the linebackers, the defensive backs, Hubert, Midium, and Reef for the Milton Black Panthers on this fourth down in sixth play. Young moved the ball. That's going to be a false start, and that's going to walk it back five yards. So an unforced penalty here. Young started to snap it, tried to stop, but got called for the False start, and now they're going to go with a punt here to try to pin the Milton Black Panthers deep in their own territory. This is a good place for a fake punt, too. But on the other hand, I don't know if you want to do that the first drive of your season. Uh, I, I tell you, Milton's really crowding the line of scrimmage. I think Nick just got a little nervous there. There's a lot of move, pre-snap movement on Milton's defense. 
So it'll be Catherman who will be doing the punting as, again, trying to left put punter. the Milton Black Panthers deep in our territory. It's going to be a short punt. Gets a good roll, though, to go down to the 10-yard line before it's going to be stopped there by the Seals Grove Seals' Nate Ahmed. So the Milton Black Panthers will take over first down and 10 from their own 10-yard line. you got to feel good if you're Milton there. Seals Grove got a good return to start it off. Sealsgrove just missed a wide-open tight end. Then you got the penalty, but Milton's going to get it back without any damage. First down and 10 from their own 10-yard line. I would feel real good if I were Milton right now. But on the other hand, I'll take that punt. You know, it wasn't it wasn't beautiful, but it was high. We had guys there waiting for it to come down. It wasn't going to be returned, and we got, them to, we got them pinned back on a 10, so we'll take it. First down and 10 for the Milton Black Panthers. Rao in the shotgun formation. Very similar formation that we saw from the Seals Grove Seals of the two backs in the backfield. Turn, gives it to the deep man, hitting the backfield, and he goes down. Coming through that, Nate Schoen making the initial hit. Tackle, loss on the play of one. It'll be a second down and 11 for the Milton Black Panthers. Nate Schoen, is, he's lined up at left defensive end right now, or defensive tackle, we call him, Seals Grove. But uh, he was through that line of scrimmage before the quarterback really got the ball to the to the. Uh, uh, securely to the running back. Nate is so quick, it's unreal. And uh, Brandon Heil was also there. But he had a little piece of that tackle. Up front, Schoen, Fogarty, Miller, linebackers, Ryan Allmitt, Bastion, Rothermel, Kissinger, and Heil, as you mentioned. We'll give you the rest of the starting defensive players. As This one's going to go to the left for the Panthers. Going to get about two yards, maybe a yard and a half. It's going to bring up a third down and long as Milton went off to the left that time. The pitch... Went to Val, Valadares. Have to get that name there for the Milton Black Panthers. Short pickup, though. It's going to be a third down and nine. Milton came out that last play. They, they ran a heavy formation, unbalanced left. They only had two people. They had a guard and a tackle to the right of the ball, and that's all. And they tried to run that way, but our defense was all over it. Valadares is the running back for the Milton Black Panthers. He's in the deep man behind Rao on this third and nine. Got some movement up front. Of course, Seals go pointing to the Black Panthers, and Black Panthers are trying to look, not look too guilty on this. We'll see what the call is. Flag here on the near side. They're going to say false start goes against the Milton Black Panthers, so that's going to walk them back. That's a good thing because uh, Seals Grove had a blown coverage there. They uh, Milton came out in a twins right, and the slot receiver, the inside receiver, was completely uncovered by our defense. And uh, Hoover was back there pointing and hollering, trying to get somebody out on the kid, but uh, they didn't. So, and here we are again, same situation. The defensive back for Seals Grove Seals. Oh, oh, big hit by Nate Jones. Nate Jones coming in once again with the big hit, big loss on the play. So you already seen the impact from Nate Schoen already as he was able to get through there. What looked like untouched and lowers the boom. Milton tried to run the ball inside to the left. Nate inside to their left. Nate came from the other side of the ball and hit him right at the goal line. They gave it to him a little less than one yard line. Be a punting situation here for the Milton Black Panthers as their punter stands at the back end of the goal line. High snap. He is going to get on. No, Braden Hiles able to get a hand on it. He blocks it. It's going to be picked up by Rothwell. Gets to the goal line. Can he advance that as he stepped out of bounds right at the four-yard line? That's where they're going to mark it down. So special teams, Dave, you talk about that. And we have our big first 
Special teams play by the Seals. Well, they had Milton pinned back. They were inside the one-yard line. The punter was standing about eight yards inside the end zone, and Brandon Heil just about took the ball off his foot. That was Noah Smith was the punter. It was a high kick. He's a tall punter for the Milton Black Panthers at 6'4", 210, but he was unable to get it away because High was in there, gets the deflection, picked up by Aaron Rothamo, and as he's able to take it to the four-yard line, Seals Grove in business, first down and 10 from the Milton Black Panther four-yard line. Three backs in the backfield along with Bastion. Wait for the snap, gets it, turns, gives it to Hoover, bounces off a tackle, gets to the goal line. There's a fumble in there, but did he get it already? Now there's a scramble. No call here. He looked like he got to the goal line and got in, but the officials are chit-chatting, and the official here on their side is going to say that he was not in the end zone, apparently, because there was no signal yet. Dave, my view here looked like he was in the end zone, but the officials are continuing to chit-chat whether Teague Hoover was able to get across the goal line before he lost the ball. Pat, he was in. He was in. We, it, that was a straight lead. That was a real basic, fundamentally sound run. Okay, they gave him the touchdown, didn't they? No, nah, touchback. Oh, no. Touchback. Let's say it was fumbled into the end zone, recovered by the Milton Black Panthers, so it's a touchback. So Milton Black Panthers avoid a touchdown run by Hoover, and it's going to put the ball out the 20-yard line. There'll be a first down and 10 for the Milton Black Panthers. I think the Seals took one on the chin, Pat. Uh, it, it really looked to me like the ball was was came loose after he crossed the line, uh, the, the goal line. So they avoid that. So fortunately wow. for the Milton Black Panthers, they're going to have a first down and 10 from their own 20-yard line. It will look like Seals Grove's in business as they had blocked the punt, returned it to the four-yard line, and had a first down and goal to go from the four. But all that for naught as the Milton Black Panthers take over first down and 10 from their own 20-yard line. 0-0 here from Alumni Stadium. Baderis gets the call this time as he's going to be finally stopped by Nate Cho, but a good pickup, best offensive run that time by the Milton Black Panthers. He takes it beyond the 25-yard line, out to the 27-yard line. Second down in short, we'll call it, Second down and a long three for the Black Panthers. Seals Grove did exactly what we, we said they can't do. They gave them a break. They, they left them in this. They're giving them some confidence. This is second and two. This is a huge down for Seals Grove. They've got to reestablish control of the line of scrimmage right now. And they only gave up six yards on one play. I, it sounds like I'm overreacting, but on the other hand, let's get control of this, guys. Second down play here. Shotgun formation for Al. Turns, gives it to the deep man. Off the left, short of a first down, close to the 30-yard line. So third down play here for the Milton Black Panthers. No score, 7-14 to go in the opening quarter. Seals Grove looked like they were going to get points on the board. Not able to do that. Turnover, their first of the 2020 season. And now Milton faced with a third down and short from their own 29-yard line. And we talk about the linebackers. Ryan Ahmed and Kissinger and Howe are the returning linebackers for the Seals Grove Seals. You throw in Rothamo and Coy Bastion looking to make a big play here on this third down. Now we're going to have a flag here. See the call is here. It's going to go against the Milton Black Panthers. So teams harming themselves with these mistakes here early on. Both teams have had third down penalties when it looked like they had an opportunity to pick up a third and medium. But that's a big break for Seals Grove right there. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Seals Grove creates those situations where teams jump. Because if you watch their defensive front, they're constantly stemming and moving prior to the snap. 
creating a lot of confusion up there for Milton. I just hope they stick with it. They did a great job of pre-snap stemming in the, in the scrimmage. I thought a better job than they've done in years. So now a third down and six. Five, four wide receivers. Now we're going to get a stoppage here. going to be a timeout taken by the Milton Black Panther. Get a chance to kind of recoup here a little bit. A lot's happened here in the first quarter of this ball game, we have 6.15 to go in the opening quarter with no score. But again, Dave, you go back, block punt by Heil, puts the ball at the four-yard line. Seals group looked like they're in business, at least could come away. Kyle Rule, very capable kicker, maybe come away with some type of points. But, you know, kind of a questionable call at the goal line, whether Teague Hoover got in. But with all that said, you can't lose the ball. It came loose. Milton Black Panthers got the ball you know, after a touchback, puts the ball at the 20-yard line. They would look like they're in business. Third and short there, got the penalty. Now we have a big play here in the first quarter, a timeout taken. Yeah, this third down is huge. But, you know, that, that touchdown, it, that was a beautiful, a, a well-run play. It was a lead right, very basic play. Nate Schoen, the offensive tackle kicked out, turned out on his guy. The offensive guard turned his man inside. Nate Schoen led through and, and, and put a nice hit on a linebacker and, I'll tell you what, Hoove got into the end zone, and then the, it really looked to me like it popped out after he was in the end zone. But what are you going to do? we got to win the game now. That's over. Big third down play here following the timeout for the Milton Black Panthers. Twins to each side. Man goes in motion right to left. Rao gets the snap. Deep drop. Throwing a screen. He's got a man there. It's going to be chased from behind by Ryan Ahmed. There's a fumble on the play. Seals Girl haven't seen any body language to tell me who comes up with it here. The officials not giving us any indication. They're going to say it's fourth down, but where's the ball going to be? Ugh. They're going to say it was fumbled forward. Milton came up with it, but it's going to be a punting situation. It'll be a fourth down and one. The officials continue to chit-chat, and the clock is stopped with 6.07 to go here in the first quarter. So Seals Grove able to stop the Black Panthers, and it's going to force a punting situation. The last time Milton tried punting, Brandon Heil uses quickness and got the block punt. He's all on the left side, and he'll try it again here. Just don't jump off sides, guys. Good snap this time, though. The kick is away. It's a short kick. going to bounce into Milton territory. Brett Ford is going to chase it down. So it goes out of bounds at the 30-yard line. Seals Grove will take over first down in 10 from their own 30. No score. 5.58 to go here in the opening quarter. That was not a good punt by Milton, but it, they got a heck of a bounce and roll out of it. I think both teams have benefit from bounces on punts seals grows first punt did not look good once it came off the foot but did get a good bounce and milton fortunate that way with noah smith kicking that one away and got a good bounce the junior punter seals grove takes over first down and 10 pistol formation with ryan allman behind bastion he's going to get the fake Nate Schoen wide open, makes the catch, trying to run away from Rao. Does, dragging defenders. Got to pick up a first down as he crosses the 40-yard line. So they mark it about the 44-yard line. First down and 10 for the Seals as they push it out beyond the 40-yard line. Good good play-action pass by Seals. Run fake, and they and, uh, and they dumped it off to, to Nate Schoen in, in the flat, and Nate did a nice job. Nate had a cornerback right on him one-on-one, but he just overpowered the kid. Nate Schoen, definitely a capable receiver to go along with his running ability. He lined up on the right side of that formation. Two wide receivers split to the left. Ryan Allman in the backfield with Bastion. He's going to get the call off the right side, hitting the backfield and be taken down quickly. Nice job that time by the Milton defense on the left side. Got in there, 
Looks like it'll be a loss of maybe two on the play. Second down and long for the Seals. No score. 5-13 to go in the opening quarter of the 2020 season. Milton runs the same defense we do. They run a 3-5-3, and, and they penetrate also up front. That play on the left side of their defense, they got some penetration. They did a good job. Fred Forrest splits to the left. Two backs in the backfield along with Bastion on this second down and long. Bastion stays in the shotgun formation, gets the snap, turn, give it to the D-man. Lots of room into the second level. Into Milton Black Panther territory to the 49-yard line. Ryan Almick gets the carry. Had a big hole up that left side on that one, Dave. I'll tell you, that hole opened wide. That was a B-gap run. That was a that was a guard tackle run to the left. It was basic, fundamental stuff. It was straight-up blocking by the offensive line, and it opened up wide. And I'll tell you what, I'd hand the ball to that kid anytime. Number one, he's not going to fumble. Number two, he's going to get every inch he can get. Ryan Almick is a tough dude. So it's a third down and short for the Seals in Milton territory at the 48-yard line. Wide receivers to each side. Bastion turns, gives it to the eight-man, Ryan Allman, nothing there. Again, penetration by that Milton front, man. They really got penetration right up through the, the guard tackle gap on our left side. They had the right play. They had the right defense call. They blitzed right at where we were running that time. They reestablished that offense, that line of scrimmage, did the Milton Black Panthers, and blew that one up. It's fourth down and four, so a punting situation. Catherman drops back to punt for the Seals Grove Seals. Two return guys standing inside his 20. This one gets away. It's a high kick. Midian will pick it up off the turf. Makes a man miss. And he's going to be stopped. A load of white shirts in after that first missed tackle. But a good coverage that time by the Seals Grove Seals. And the Black Panthers take over at their own 14-yard line. No score. 326 to go in the opening quarter between the Panthers and the Seals. Our our, uh, our punter, Catherman, had a, a, he did a great job. That that was a bad snap by our center. The ball actually rolled back to Catherman, and Catherman kept his head, got it off, and boy, did our kids cover that punt. Uh, Teague Hoover was down there. There was a pile of guys on that ball. So first down and 10 for the Milton Black Panthers. No score, 326 to go in the opening quarter. One back in the backfield along with Rao. Two wide receivers split to the right. Rao turns, fakes it to the deep man. Looking left, getting some pressure from Miller. Gets rid of it. It's a high throw. Bastion knocks it away. Intercepted by Nate Almond as he's going to get tackled right away. But Bastion got back there, maybe got a hand on it. And Nate Almond comes away with the interception. First interception by the defense for the Seals Grove Seals goes to Nate Almond. You know, that was a great job by Nate Almond. You can also credit um, Steve Miller, right, Abracadabra? Mm -hmm. Steve did a great job of of hunting down the quarterback, and boy, did he level the quarterback when he just got the ball off. Great job. First down and 10 after the turnover for the Seals Grove Seals. Now both teams have turned over the ball, and Seals Grove takes over. They'll have it at the Milton Black Panther 41-yard line. No score coming up on three minutes to go in the opening quarter. Bashing gets the snap, gives it to Deep Man. Nate Show making guys miss off the right side into the secondary, up the right sideline. Five goal line touchdown. Seals Grove Seals. Nice run by Nate Schoen. Well blocked play uh, by the Seals Grove offensive front. Good job. It was just it was an inside run to the left. Nate broke. He cut back to the right and just outran everybody. Nate Schoen is a remarkable athlete. 
remarkable. And he showed it there on that touchdown, made a couple guys, missed initially, got into the secondary, used his quickness to break off the touchdown run for the Seals Grove Seals. As Kyle Rule will come in and attempt the extra point here off the Brett Four hold. Trying to give Seals Grove a 7 nothing lead. The snap was slow. Brett Four put it up and put it through was Kyle Rule. Seals Grove leading 7 nothing with 3.04 to go here in the opening quarter on the first touchdown run of the season by the Seals Grove Seals. And it comes by Nate Schoen. Remember, that came after the Nate Ahmed interception for the Seals Grove defense. Again, 3.04 to go in the opening quarter. 7 nothing lead. Dave, when we see Ryan Allman had a big hole off the left side in a previous run, Nate, Nate Schoen showed it popping off the right side. He wasn't touched once he got into the secondary. Yeah, his acceleration is amazing. He, when he broke to the right and, and cut back and got upfield, he just, you could just see... You can just see the separation he got from from everybody on the on the Milton defense. There were guys that looked like they had angles on him, but they just lost the angles. He just outran them. Amazing. And another thing I have, another question I have is, how does John Almond, who played for us many years ago, a great defensive end who wore number 64, how does he have two kids out here faster than him, and they're both backs? How does that happen? And a little better looking. Oh, they're better, way better looking. And good hair. They yeah. both have good hair. Yeah. Had, John had pretty good hair. Yeah. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, Jen has good hair, too. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. 7 nothing lead for the Seals Grove Seals, following a Nate Schoen 41-yard touchdown run with 3.04 to go here in the opening quarter. Kyle Rule will kick this one away into a bit of a breeze here at Alumni Stadium. Good kick, though. Deepman takes it at about the 14-yard line, working from right to left between the hash. Made some guys miss. Show him some speed before he's upended by Nate Almond making the stop. But the Milton Black Panthers has good field position. They're going to try to answer the touchdown by the Seals as they'll have the ball at their own 31-yard line. That touchdown was the first play following the Nate Almond interception. Again, a 41-yard touchdown run by Nate Schoen, his first of the 2020 season at 11 a year ago, he gets his first one. That's the Seals Grow Forward drive summary. Milton will take over at their own 31-yard line. And they're in a shotgun formation with two wide receivers split to the left. Rowell gets the snap, turns, it gives it to the deep man. Off the left side, going to get positive yards on the stop that time for the Seals Grove Seals, number 25, getting his first stop of the night. And that's Ryan Stroud, the junior. So making the stop after one-yard pickup, bring up a second down in nine for the Panthers. See All different numbers in there keep you as they continue to try fine because they have a lot of two-way guys to Seals Grove Seals. But you see Hahn in there as well, number 28, He's on the right side of this defense for the Seals. Deep man gets the call again for the Black Panthers off the right. Not much there. Maybe a yard. Could be stopped by Ryan Almit. Also helped by Kissinger, the linebacker on the left-hand side. Short pickup that time. Third down and long for the Panthers. Tell you what, Seals Grove defense did a very good job that time. Milton ran a, what looked like a pretty good sweep action. And they pulled both guards to the right and... Our outside linebacker, Scotty Kissinger, stood in there tough because he he, he squeezed everything inside, and Ahmed was able to get there from the inside out like any good linebacker should. But uh, great-looking great play by the defense. Third down and long for the Panthers. 
Two backs in the backfield along with quarterback Rao. Two wide receivers split to the right. Rao turns, fakes it to the deep man, rolling to his left. Be a pressured hard. Gets rid of it. Tries to hit his receiver, but it's going to be called incomplete. He tried to get it out to Xavier Minium, leading receiver from a year ago. Just a sophomore, but it comes up short, hits the turf. Fourth down and long for the Panthers. Punny situation as Noah Smith will drop back to kick it away for the Black Panthers. And once again, Ryan Ahmond blitzed that play and really leveled the quarterback just as he threw the ball. So I think he, he created a pretty bad pass for the Milton quarterback. Trying to see if that's 86 and not 88. If it's 86, that is actually Ashton Crawl, the punter. He gets this one away. Line drive kick. Brett Ford runs underneath of it, takes it off the turf, knocks it out of bounds. Seals Grove will have good field position. Take it over first down and 10. Some extracurricular stuff going on here involving Heil and a couple of Milton Black Panthers. No flag thrown there, though. Thank goodness for that. Because Seals Grove, as you said, Dave, thank goodness, because they have good field position once again at their own 31-yard line. Lead 7 nothing. 125 to go here in the opening quarter in a chilly September evening here from Alumni Stadium. Got a little breeze going. The sun's going down. Pat, I'm freezing. It is chilly. It is cold out here. <laughs> We're hoping you're comfortable at home listening here on the radio and enjoying the Seals Grove 7-0 lead. It's going to fake it to Army. Pitch it to... Nate Schoen off the right side. He's got the edge. Runs over Midium. Nope, Midium's able to make the stop, and he was the last guy, or else Nate Schoen could potentially look at his second touchdown of the night. So good tackle by Xavier Midium from the safety position. That was a cool play. We actually ran an option on that play. It looked, it, I, might, I might have this a little wrong, but it looked like the quarterback faked to a, a back going left, and then he and another back optioned the right side. He got, the, he got the pitch off to, to Schoen, and Schoen just had a nice run. We're I like that option stuff. That was a good play. Good call by Coach Ferreira. We're going to look for big plays throughout the night. We call them the Schmokadam Health Center backbreaker plays of the game. And then at the end of the game, we'll announce the Schmokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Ryan Olby gets the call. He's into the secondary. Trying to outrun the one last guy. He does. Five touchdowns. Seals Grove Seals. I'll tell you what. Pete Voss, our offensive line coach, has to be excited right now. Those guys are producing right now. Ryan Almond able to show his quickness. He got into the second level, as you said, Dave. That offense line doing a great job on that right side. Yep. Able to spring Ryan, and then he turned on the speed up the right sideline, similar to what Nate Schoen did on the last possession. Gets into the end zone. Touchdown, Seals Grove Seals. Yeah, and he did not run. I mean, that play did not go to open space. That went right up through the offensive line, and those guys did a nice job. Comes with 47 seconds to go here in the opening quarter as Kyle Rule will jog out, look to add in the extra point, trying to push the lead to 14-0 for the Seals Grove Seals. Brett Four will do the holding. Gearhart does the snapping. Kevin Gearhart, the junior, six foot two ten, will do the snapping for the Seals Grove Seals. Good snap. Kick is up, plenty of distance, nice. and it splits the upright. Seals Grove takes the 14-0 lead following the Ryan Almond touchdown run for the Seals Grove Seals. Milton's going to need some magic right now to get their heads back in this thing. Because you, you can, we're on the Milton side tonight. You can see the heads are down on the sidelines. It got real quiet over here. The heads are down. It's 14-0. Uh, we're at right at, with 40 seconds, 47 seconds left in the first quarter. So Milton's going to have to get their heads up. They're going to have to get some success here if they're going to if they're going to stay in this football game. Because right now, Seals Grove has tremendous momentum. Our running backs are fantastic right now. 
You talk about strength running that ball. Holy cow. We knew coming in that the running game would be a big piece of Seals Grove with Ryan Allmitt, Teague Hoover, and Nate Schoen, and they've shown it in a big way. Ryan Allmitt follows with a 70-yard touchdown run with 47 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Just took two plays, 70 yards, 38 seconds, extra point good. And Seals Grove leading 14-0 over the Milton Black Panthers. And now Seals Grove is going to be kicking from Milton's 45-yard line because there was a 15-yard holding penalty on that last play. So this uh, do you do, Milton, a, do you do an onside kick? When it rains, it pours me. Could do an onside kick. You take a chance here. If you don't come up with it, Milton will have it somewhere around their 35-yard yeah, line I if they want to try. I wouldn't do it. Just kick it away. You got a do you kick it in lead. the end zone, or do you kick it? Just kick it short. You got good coverage down there, and try to. I, if I think you'd have to practice that, okay. I, I doubt if they practice that a whole lot. Well, I boot it through the end zone and give it give it to them on the twenty-yard line. Kyle Rule will handle that chore. He kicks this away exactly what he does. He'll kick it out of the end zone. So Sealands Grove leading fourteen nothing with forty-seven seconds to go here in the. Opening quarter, a slow start for the Seals Grove Seals, but boys turned around in a big way. 70-yard touchdown run, the most recent touchdown for the Seals Grove Seals by Ryan Almit. Before that, it was a 41-yard touchdown run by Nate Schoen, both getting the first touchdowns of the season from the rushing department, again, by seniors Ryan Almit and senior Nate Schoen. You know, we just had some personnel change. It looked like we had Dominic Seco in a nose guard for Fogarty. He'll be up front along with Miller and Nate Schoen, as you mentioned. Oh, and Jack Horn is on the field. But Jack uh, Jack was on before, though, wasn't he? Yep, and he stays out there, number 28 for the Seals Grove Seals, and he'll line up on the right side of that defense. Milton looks up the scoreboard at Alumni Field and see them trailing 14-0 in his rounds in the shotgun formation. Gets a snap. Quick throw this time off the face mask of his intended receiver, defended well out there by Heil and Brett Four falls incomplete. It'll be a second down and 10. Yeah, Heil had that covered like a blanket, man. That was a great-looking defensive play for us. It just didn't have a chance to get out. They ran a short out um, on, on to the short side of the field, and just a crowd of seals there. They had no chance. So second down and 10 for the Milton Black Panthers. Tight formation this time by the Panthers. A bunch formation wide receivers on the right for Rowell. Second down and 10. Turns, gives it to the deep running back. Nothing there. Miller blows that up along with Schoen and Ryan Allman. No chance that time. You you talk about guys attacking. Boy, Miller did that off his uh, right defensive tackle position. Yeah, we had, we had three guys that just penetrated like there was nobody in front of them there. Between, uh, you know, Schoen and, and, and Miller and... So good stop that time. Lawson to play. It's going to be third down and long for the Milton Black Panthers. Already trailing 14-0. It looks like they're going to let the first quarter clock run out. They don't have to run another play here. Give it a little more chance to chit-chat before they have to take on this big third down and long play. And that will wrap up the first quarter. Seals Grove leading 14-0 over the Milton Black Panthers. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford here on Eagle 107 and eagle107.com. 
At Sunbury Motor Company, the letters SMC mean a lot to us. Those letters stand for a tradition of trust since 1950. SMC. Stand for selling more cars. And satisfying more customers. SMC. It stands for Sunbury Motor Company. And when you need a Ford, Lincoln, Hyundai, or Kia, you have our lowest price promise. Log on to sunburymotors.com to see more choices and save more cash. And then you can say, start my car. I'll take it. SMC. In the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. The first time you heard this one, things were much more innocent for you, and maybe not for them. Nothing but classic rock. Oh, I gotta have that. All day long on Eagle 107. As we return to Alumni Field for the second quarter, Dave, one thing we talk about, too, is the student athletes. We talk about the crazy offseason we've had. Also, how these kids are going about their education right now. And, boy, a lot of credit to teachers and how they've been able to supply the education for these kids. And the, the amount of effort by teachers has to be uh, really understood and greatly appreciated to allow all this to happen here in front of us. The teachers have just done a tremendous job. Uh, you're absolutely right, Pat. It's unbelievable the job our teachers are doing that and our administration. We have some fantastic people there. And, again, and allowing us to... To see football here tonight's one thing, but also the amount of effort to allow these kids to be able to be uh, receiving the high-level education here at both Milton and at Sealands Grove. That play goes off to left, short of a first down. So it's a fourth and long in a punting situation here for the Milton Black Panthers. Just moved into the second quarter. And they're punting off their own 16-yard line, fourth and 14. And this will be Crawl once again. He gets it away. Nope, it's blocked. He didn't get it off his foot. Could return for or recovered, excuse me, by Rothamel once again. He has both recoveries on the block punts for the Seals. Grove Seals comes up with another big special teams play. Not sure who got the Brandon block. Heil. Was it Brandon Howe again? So Brandon Howe has both block punts, and Rothermel has both of the recoveries for the Seals. Grove Seals. Boy, puts them in a great position here. To set it up, first down and 10 for the Seals Grove Seals at the Milton Black Panthers 21-yard line. Brandon Howell came untouched off the left side there. Uh, second time. Yeah, great job by Brandon. And he's, he's doing a great job of lining up where he's going. He's getting to where the ball's going. First down and 10. Got three backs in the backfield. Hoover's back there. Fake the Hoover. Rolling to right. He's He's going to take off and run. Puts his shoulder down. Gets inside the 18-yard line. So short pickup that time for the Seals Grove Seal quarterback, senior quarterback. Looked like he'll give almost five. It'll be a second down and five for the Seals Grove Seals. Good looking option play. It was supposed to be a, 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 actually a, what you would, if it was a, a real option read, it would have been a triple option, right? But he, um, he was supposed to fake to a, a back to the right. The back never did go. There was a little bit of a broken play. But uh, Bashin kept his head. And he had his pitch man there, and he got the, and he he just kept the ball. He did a great job. Young at center will snap it back to Bastion on his second down and five. Turn, almost a mishandle. Nate Schoen gets it though. Pop it to the outside, cuts it underneath. There's a flag thrown as Nate Schoen crosses the goal line, and Nate Schoen is down on the turf at the moment. But there's a flag on the play as Nate Schoen was hit as he crossed the goal line, and he's slow to get up. He's not getting up. As you see, training staff coming out and check on him. So there's a timeout taken on the field. We'll keep an eye on Nate Schoen. But, Dave, again, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, how this whole thing has transpired when you go back to the middle of the summer and 
everything going on and uh you know and, and talk about teachers and your teacher yourself we got zach here teaches as well and boy it it's pretty daggone exhausting and, and and very tough on these teachers but they know what they need to do to to provide the education you know sometimes football takes the glamour of a lot but boy what teachers are able to do and have been able to do and i see it firsthand my wife Teresa, fifth grade teacher and Boy, uh, you know what you're doing to provide an education is. I, I just, I, I'm honored to say that my wife has done a tremendous job, and all the teachers are doing a tremendous job. Pat, I'm honored to be from Sealands Grove because we we just have a tremendous town, and our school system is a reflection of the type of community we have, which is the best. I mean, I wouldn't want to live anywhere else in the world. And I got to give credit where credit is due. Those teachers have they have been amazing. They're being asked to do regular teaching. They're being asked to do distance learning with students at home. It's unreal the, the load they have, and you know you don't hear you don't hear complaining. They're busting their tails, and the leadership out of out of Dr. Frank Jankowski has been outstanding. Um, we hired him this year as our new superintendent. What a great man he is! Uh, you know, just from him right on down to the teachers, the classroom aides, the custodians. Everybody's busting their tails to get our kids in there and keep them healthy and do a great job. I, I couldn't be happier. I, I'm amazed at the job they're doing. My daughter's a teacher. I, I'm so proud of her. It's unreal. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, I, we have a heck of a school district. Lacey Walter, for those who may not know, that's uh, Dave's daughter and doing a tremendous job, along with my wife, Teresa, Zach Showers, and all the teachers. We appreciate your efforts. Nate Schoen came off the field getting some help from training staff. So we get back to live action. Bastion rolling to his right, trying to find a receiver. Now this comes after the penalty, so the run by Nate Schoen did not count as they had to bring it back after the penalty. So it's a third down play here, according to the down marker across the other way. As Seals Grove has great field position following the second block punt of the night, but having difficulty on this offensive possession. Third and six on the 22-yard line. Ryan Almond lines up on the right side. Long back in the backfield with Bastion is Hoover. Kissinger going to go in motion from right to left. Plenty of time on the play clock. Okay. Bastion, long count here. Get everybody set up. He's going to drop back and look. Got a slant. Look it over the middle. Got a man right at the goal line, but then tackled and thrown back. That's Brett Ford making the catch inside the five-yard line. Giving the Seals Grove a first down, and that was an impressive throw from Coy Bastion, able to hit Brett Four on a dead sprint towards the end zone. It was beautiful. Uh, he, he did a nice job. He, he, he was very fundamentally sound with that throw. He got back there. He set his feet, transferred the weight, delivered a nice ball. Brett Four caught the ball in a bit of a crowd there, I believe. So that was a great job by Brett Four, too. Good-looking play. Seals Grove bouncing back after that penalty. Look at the first quarter number. Seals Grove 137 total yards. Milton just four. Ryan Almond four carries, 59 yards and a touchdown. Shown two carries, 58 yards and a touchdown. This is going to go to Ryan Almond at the goal line into the end zone. Touchdown, Seals Grove Seals. Yeah, we had a first and two on on the two yard line, and well, I'll tell you what, our offensive line just made that look easy. Just a simple handoff to to um, to Almond and took it. Straight into the end zone. Ryan Almick getting his second touchdown rush of the night for the Seals Grove Seals. This one coming from a very short short distance comparable to the 70-yard touchdown run he had earlier and the 41-yard touchdown run. Seals Grove looking to add the extra point to take the lead up to 21-0 
over the Milton Black Panthers with 8.57 to go here in the first half. A good-looking, a good-looking game so far for Sealand. A, a little, uh, a little tentative when we first came out, but uh, since then we've just gotten better and better. Uh, defensively, we've been dominant. Offensively, we've become dominant. So this is a good-looking game for Sealand's Grove so far. I love it. I got to tell you, I, I uh, Matt Wendrick is is one of our boys from Sealand's Grove. He was a great football player on our state championship team in 2009. He had a, an, an incredible career as a fullback at Bloomsburg University. Matt is is he's in a sixth year of coaching here at Milton, and he is just doing a great job. You know, Matt is really important right now for these Milton kids because at 21 nothing early in the second quarter, your your heads tend to get down. You know, you work your tail off. You, you try to get here, you do a great job. You try to do a great job. Matt's the type of kid that's going to be able to lift these guys up. He's, trying to, he's the kind of coach that's going to be able to do that. So I think Matt is vitally important to this Milton program, and I wish him and the program all the success in the world. I couldn't be more proud of a guy than Matt Winter. Fortunate to cover his 2009 run to a state championship team, and he had a 70-yard touchdown run against the Milton Black Panthers that year, too, off the right side, showing his speed. And yeah, and he was, he was spraying blood out of his mouth when he was doing it. <laughs> I said, what's wrong? Said, Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Kyle Rule will kick this one away. Line drive kick. Going to go over the return man's head. Go into the end zone. It'll be a touchback by Kyle Rule as Milton Black Panthers now sees the trailing 21-0 with 8.57 to go here in the first half. Ryan Allman's touchdown run is second of the night. A two-yard touchdown run coming with 8.57 to go in the first half. Completing a five-play 21-yard drive. Kyle Rule's extra point good. Seals Grove leading 21 nothing. That's the Seals Grove forward drive summary. And a nice drive it was. We'll take that any day. And the most impressive part of that possession, overcoming the penalty, but also seeing Bastion hit Brett Ford inside that five-yard line. We know that needs to be the development of this offense. Absolutely. That was a big play for them. Shotgun formation for Rao. Drops back. Look, it's got some time. Down the right sideline. Double covered out there is Minium, and it falls incomplete. Defended well out there. That was Brett Four along with Teague Hoover, the safety, and knocks the ball to the turf. Second down and 10 for the Milton Black Panthers. Brett, Brett Four played that ball perfectly. He, he put himself right between the receiver and the quarterback. The quarterback would have had to have a perfect throw. Uh, he just couldn't get it over top of Four. Four actually got his hands on that ball. That was a great job. Good job, Brett Four. Second down and 10 for the Milton Black Panthers. Seals Grove leading 21 0, 849 to go in the opening half. Their kick has a head man trying to improve the 5 and 1 in openers. And doing a nice job here in the first half. As you mentioned, Dave, it was a slow start to this game. Seals Grove trying to find their way, but is that that same effect? No second scrimmage, not yep. trying to get things going, a little slow, some. Uh, mistakes being made, but special teams coming up big. We talked about that. Two block punts in this game uh, for Seals Grove by Brandon Heil, and the special teams has come up big along with the rushing attack. Ryan Allman makes the stop if, as a deep man for the Milton Black Panthers, able to pick up about a yard, and that's going to be it. It'll be a third down and short for the Black Panthers, and this has got to be a big first down pickup for the Milton Black Panthers yeah. not get the ball back quickly to seal. Third and two on their 28-yard line, so this is a big play for them. They've got to get out of the, They've got to change the field position here if they're going to have any chance of getting on the board. And they've struggled in the punting department, as we said. Two-block punts already in the first half by the Seals Grove special teams. They're trying to pick up a big first down here of the Black Panthers, trailing 21-0 to the Seals Grove Seals. 
Brown, the shotgun formation with two wide receivers split to the right. Blitz coming by Amit. Give it to the deep man. Gets beyond Amit, but then taken down quickly. Looks like you pick up enough for a first down there. Haven't gotten the signal yet, but, yep, it's a first down pickup. And as we mentioned, as a Milton fan, you like to see a big first down pickup there. That was huge for Milton. That was a huge plus bonus for Milton to get that first down. Now, we we kind of, in a way, helped them with that because um, we blitzed our Mike backer. Our Mike is middle. Our middle backer, Ahmed, right past that thing. Uh, he, he blitzed the gap inside of where that ball went. So a bit of a gimme, but that's the way our defense works. High risk, high reward. First down and 10 for the Milton Black Panthers, trailing 21-0. Some jumping are going on around that defensive line. Rao gets rid of quick throw to Minia, makes the catch. He makes a man miss, showed his ability to get away from guys. Still going, and finally going to be dragged to the turf as Midian's able to take it into Silas Grove territory to the 47-yard line. Another big play by Milton picking up the first down as Midian, just a sophomore, leading receiver from a year ago for the Black Panthers, makes a big play. Heck of a job by Milton. Uh, the quarterback just, it was a, a catch and throw. He caught the snap. He's in a shotgun, so he caught the snap and just threw it out to his back, and Minium, man, I'll tell you what, he made some things happen on that run. 22-yard touch or 22-yard reception by Minium on that. It's the biggest play for Milton on the night. Tough run. So it is now first and 10 on the Seals Grove 47-yard line. George Spencer lining up as a defensive tackle. Shown has not returned to the field after he walked off the injury. Okay, uh, Milton just ran... uh, it looked like a stretch right, an outside play to the right. They picked up about four or five yards, but I think they might have missed a face mask call there, but we'll take that any day. Valadaris gets the call, picks up about five, as you mentioned, Dave, off that right side. Second down, Milton's most impressive offensive possession so far into Seals Grove territory. They are trailing 21-0 with 6-17 to go in the opening half. Same call again, nothing there. Good stone wall that time by White Church for the Seals Grove defense. Hahn involved in the stop there, or is that number 26? Corey Rumberger able to make the stop. Yep, number 26 for the Seals Grove Seals. So this is set up a third down and medium. We're called a third down and five for the Milton Black Panthers. Trying to keep the possession alive as they have moved it into Seals Grove territory. Yeah, they're on the Seals 43-yard line. It's a good drive for Milton so far. Crawl splits to the left. Two wide receivers to the right. Seals Grove showing blitz. They're coming. Rouse rolling to its left. Running away from Ryan Army. Gets rid of it. It's got a man. Making a catch and then knocked out of bounds. But enough for a first down. As Milton's picking up some momentum and getting some confidence on this possession as they're able to take it inside Seals Grove 35-yard line to the 33-yard line on a good play by quarterback Rao. That was a good call by Milton. They just ran a, a it was a play-action pass. It was a bootleg, actually. They they faked the ball in, in a run action, and then the, quarter, the quarterback booted to his left and caught a drag receiver coming from the backside, number eight. I believe it was a tight end. They caught him coming on a drag uh, route from the other side of the, of the, of the field. The first down pickup, first down and 10 from Milton at the Seals Grove 33-yard line. Raul turns it, gives it to Valderas. He makes a man miss. Still going. Show him some strength. Inside the 25-yard line, stopped by Nate Ahmed, but not after a good pickup of about nine for the Milton Black Panthers. Well-run play by Milton. That was a kind of a counter play because they pulled the backside guard. The ball came to the left, but they pulled the right guard. 
and he pulled left across the center and kicked out on our outside linebacker here on our on the right side of our defense, and the running back ran it up inside of that kickout block. Well-run play by uh, by Milton. They're getting some momentum here. It was only a one. It was. It looked like counteraction, but it was only one back in the backfield. I think what the, the tailback did is he jab stepped right and then came left with it and got the ball from the quarterback. Good kick out blocked by the right guard on our left uh, or our right outside backer. Quick correction on number forty. Uh, have it as George Spencer and is actually Spencer, Spencer George. George. Yeah. Thanks to my daughter Murphy, sent me a text and said, "Dad, come on, get it right." You know, hey, quick, you know, quick I was, to judge. I was gonna, I was gonna say that, but then I thought, I, wait a minute, yeah. maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> You're never wrong, Dave. Come on. I tell you what, that, that Spencer George, he comes from a great family of people. Uh, Hunter George was his older brother. We, we, he was on our team when we were, when I was there. I loved that kid. Great kids. So I appreciate Murphy checking in. Glad she's listening. She's a great kid. Uh-huh. Thank you, Murphy. I needed that clarification. <laughs> we all did. I wasn't calling his name because I was afraid it was wrong. <laughs> Those are tricky names when it yes, can be they are. Spencer George or George Spencer. <laughs> yeah. So we got it right now. Number 40 split on the left. He's playing that left defensive tackle position on this big second down play. First down pickup. Valderis into the secondary down to the 10-yard line. Nate Almond makes the stop. Teague Hoover involved as well. And we said about, you know, gaining confidence in this Milton Black Panther team. Certainly has done that late here in the first half. Trailing 21 nothing. But definitely putting a big threat on the on the field for the first time against the sealed defense. Milton just ran it right at the Seals Grove defense on the left side there, and the, the running back was pretty much untouched right through the line of scrimmage. Milton has really gotten some momentum. The momentum has really shifted in the favor of Milton right now. Well, they need points on the board, trailing 21 nothing with 4:50 to go here in the opening half. Minium goes in motion from. Left to right, turn, give it to Valderis again. Makes a man miss, puts down his head, and bowls his way down close to the five-yard line. Kissinger was able to hang on, but, boy, showing some strength is the deep back for the Milton Black Panthers. Second down goal to go from the seven for the Panthers. He was uh, He's a power runner, that kid. That, that was a tough run. He broke a tackle in the backfield. Now we're looking for a big stop by the Seals defense here. Leading 21 nothing, but threatening are the Milton Black Panthers. Second down, goal to go. Give it to Valderis again. Off the right. He's got some strength inside the five. Down close to the two. Looks like the market may be at the one-yard line for the Milton Black Panthers. They're in business here, trying to get on the board for the first time yep. in the 2020 season. Third and one on the one-yard line. Seals Grove, you got to come up big here, guys. you got to come up. you got to defend two plays, guys. Third down, goal to go. For the Milton Black Panthers, 3.47 to go in the opening half. That was an eight-yard gain on that last play. Again, he, he, they ran it off tackle right. He's definitely got some good quickness. He gets in that hole. He's found some big holes for looked, the Black Panthers. He looks like a big kid. Give it to him again. At the goal line, dives forward. No call yet. Nate Alman saying they're going to stop him short of the goal line, and they do. So it's going to be fourth down goal to go from the half-yard line. That was a heck of a play by Coy Bashan. Coy met the kid on the one-yard line. This would be a great time for Bonsai, Dave. Bonsai. See if they can get a Bonsai. For those that don't know, that's when the defensive line and for the Seals Grove Seals try to bounce around, see if they get a false start against the Milton Black Panthers on this fourth down goal to go from just inches from the goal line. Count on it. Fourth down goal to go. 
Nope, nope no they're going to keep it. Quarterback, quarterback keeper to the goal line, touchdown for the Milton Black Panthers. Milton just wedge block that quarterback keep. There's nothing they could do, man. Good momentum, good good push by the offensive line by yeah. Milton. Very impressive drive for the Milton Black Panthers after they saw themselves drop behind 21-0. They work the ball down the field and get points on the board. That was an impressive drive. They, they mixed up the run and the pass. A lot of play action pass. Good job. Witter will attempt the extra point for the Black Panthers. Snaps good. A lot of pressure and it's blocked. Heil again. Brandon Heil blocked an extra point now. Two punts and an extra point. Special teams making the play there. Like you said, number two has done it for the third time, getting the block in special teams. But it does not take away from an impressive drive by the Milton Black Panthers. They went 90% run, and, boy, they did find some weakness, or they found a positive in that rushing game. And Seals Grove have to adjust some to be able to uh, stop that momentum from the Milton Black Panthers. Yeah, it's, it's time for the coaches to sit down with that defensive front and find out what's going on. Rao gets a one-yard touchdown run by for the Milton Black Panthers. It comes with 6.04, or excuse me, with 2.53 to go here in the first half. It was, it was a drive of 13 plays, went 80 yards, took six minutes. The extra point, no good. But Seals Grove still leads 21-6. That's the Seals Grove forward drive summary. I'll tell you what, the difference I thought in that, in that drive was I don't think that the Seals Grove down men uh the, the defensive linemen got as much penetration as they as they have the rest of the night up to this point our defensive line has pretty much been spending the, the whole night in in the milton backfield but uh i don't know what milton did they might have they might have tightened their splits or, or changed their blocking but they were able to, to keep that penetration at a minimum that that's that series and boy it really paid off for them we're keeping an eye on big plays throughout the game we call them the smoke dam health center backbreaker plays of the game and then we'll announce during our post-game show the Schmokendam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. And maybe one of those candidates will come on this next possession for the Seals Grove Seals. We have a bunch already, and we'll add to them as we go throughout the game. Short kick, sails off to the left. Be taken by Ahmed at the 18. Makes a man miss at the 25. Still go. One guy to fake out. He does. Up the right sideline. Nate Ahmed at the 20, 15, 10. Five touchdown for the Seals Grove Seals. Again, well done return, uh, well done kickoff return by Seals Grove. Our coaches do a great job of coaching that. Plus, you get a guy like like Ahmed who is fast. Oh my goodness, is he fast? Nate Ahmed is quick. He went up the right sideline, had great blocks the whole way. Super job. Three Ahmed touchdowns here tonight. Two by Ryan, and now Nate Ahmed adds to the scoring column with the. 84-yard punt return, or excuse me, kickoff return to answer the Milton touchdown. As Kyle Rule will walk out, look for his fourth extra point of the first half. He does. Seals Grove takes the lead back up to three touchdowns, leading 28-6 to six over the Milton Black Panthers. Tell you what, Pat, Jen Almond must be really fast. You think? <laughs> John's wife? Mom? I'm not going to tell her she's not. <laughs> she must be fast. <laughs> He, he was able to make a man miss right about the 25-yard line and then just outran guys after he was able to split the coverage guys 
And like you said, he got to the sideline, had one guy to beat, and was able to take it 84 yards to Nate Allman for the Sealers Grove touchdown, their first special teams touchdown. The special teams come up big here already. They have two block punts, block extra point, and now a punt return, excuse me, a kickoff return for the Seals Grove Seals. I'm in love with what's happening here with these special teams. It, it, this is just great stuff. That is that is great play by our kids because, you know, it's not easy to kick to, to, to block a kick. I mean, you have to judge where that ball is coming out, and you've got to actually be in front of where that guy's kicking at least a yard or two. And I, I'll tell you what, Nate has a knack for that. Now, Kyle Rule will kick this one away. 2.40 to go here in the opening half. Seals Grove leading 28-6 to over the Milton Black Panthers. Kyle Rule will look to kick this one deep. Off to the left. Looks like it's going to potentially sail out of bounds, and it does. So that's going to give Milton good field position. Again, you got to remember, Milton just had a 13-play drive covering 80 yards. That took six minutes. But Seals Grove come right back, get it to a three-touchdown lead on the ensuing kickoff touchdown run by Nate Allman. Those big, those big those plays on special teams are just a killer. Well, I'll tell you, Seals are doing a great job. And, you know, Milton, Milton's, I think, is a far better team than they've been the last number of years. And that last possession showed that very thing, and you could tell just the enthusiasm, the confidence of the players on the sidelines after they were able to score. There was an overwhelming celebration, and they were looking to build on that, and that was uh, hindered some by that kickoff return by Nate Allman. But they go back onto the offensive side with good field position for the Milton Black Panthers. Brown in a shotgun formation, drops back, look it, going to throw it out, got a man making the catch, at the 38-yard line, then blown up on the sideline. Kissing your first guy there, along with Nate Allman, and then Teague Hoover makes sure the play's over. That was a great play by the Milton quarterback because Coy Bastion was up there in his face. Coy got some nice pressure. The kid delivered a nice ball. Just a short pickup, about two yards for the Milton Black Panthers. So it'll be a second down and eight. 28-6 lead for the Seals Grove Seals. Coming up on two minutes to go here in the first half. Pistol formation. Ralph pitches to the deep man. It's got some room off the right side. Followed behind some blockers. There's going to be a scramble. Picked up by the Seals Grove Seals after the fumble. Let's see what's kind of a quiet happenings it, right now. Is that, it is that what it was? I don't know. I, I'm not... It looks like we here. came up with the ball, but no, they're just they're going to set the ball now. It's it's Milton ball. The down markers at one, but that means it was a first down pickup, or I don't know. Timeout, Milton. Now they're saying first down for the Seals Grove Seals after oh. the recovered. So another turnover by yes. the Milton Black Panthers. Seals Grove defense comes up with another big play, and they quickly go back on the offensive side. Good job by Seals Grove defense. So first down and 10 for the Seals. Bastion in the shotgun formation, two backs in the backfield. Nate Schoen has not returned to the field after his injury. Bastion hit as he got rid of it. He was looking for Brandon Heil, but... Really had no time that time as he really got a lot of pressure. Comes straight up the middle to second down and 10. Yeah, it was a sprint out past the right. And when you sprint out, you usually get a running back out in front of the quarterback. is a running back out in front of him who's going to block the man who's coming up on the edge, coming off the defense to, to contain the quarterback. 
our guy missed that block, and Coy really got hit. And he just couldn't deliver a good ball there. We talked about his toughness. He popped right back up, made some adjustments, and he's ready oh, to yeah. go. Second down and 10, two wide receivers split to the right. Bastion looking, gets rid of it. Beautiful spiral to Brett Four. Makes a man miss. Nope, he hangs on, and he's going to make the stop. Looked like he was going to get away from that defender, but that was a good, tight spiral by Corey Bastion. Not much of a pickup there no. as Brett Four comes off hobbling just a bit. Notice he's going to go to the sidelines or stay in the huddle there, but it was a pickup of five. Not enough for a first down, obviously, but a much more manageable third down and five. It could be, Dave, four down territory. Uh, yeah, I think it is. Uh, it, we're on the 37-yard line. Yeah, in my book it would be, especially uh, considering how we're moving the ball. And leading 28-6 to six with yeah, one minute yeah. to go here in the first half. Brett Ford will stay in there. He'll split to the right. High will split to the left. Now we're going to have a timeout taken here by the Seals Grove Seals on his third down and five play. Under a minute at 58 seconds to go. And, Dave, you know how momentum is. You can get a late score here following that turnover by the Milton Black Panthers. And, boy, that just changes everything going into the locker room when you have that type of momentum, a late score before half. Seals Grove already leading 28-6 to with one minute to go. And kind of recapping, we knew coming in, need to be able to run the ball and, have good special teams, and to do that, both those things here early on, it's uh, impressive by the Seals Grove Seals. Yeah, it looks like the Seals may have gone just a little bit flat right now. So it, it, momentum is a scary thing, isn't it, Pat? Absolutely. It really is, you know, because you're right. I mean, we're up 28-6 to 6 right now, but if we if they would pop another one in now, you never know what could happen. Our kids have to stay in the game, man. They've got to keep their heads in it. Dave, I'm actually shivering. I'm like, I, I'm freezing, I, I'm Pat. Cold. I am freezing. Oh my, my wife told me to bring a sweatshirt, and I said, no way. How stupid uh, am I, huh? Hey, I want to give a shout-out to my buddies up at Lock Haven, the Great Eagles Football Club. It's the Lock Haven University football alumni, Kenny Cooper, John White, Brian McBrien, who went to Milton High School, Billy Semantelli, there are a whole bunch of up there. They're listening to us. Nice to see you again. Nice to see you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Awesome. We're here. Bastion, quick throw out to Heil, making the catch, makes the man miss, got some speed. He's caught from behind, but he's going to have enough for first down, and there's a flag on the play back where Heil made the catch, and it's thrown towards Ryan Allman. He's hanging his head just a bit. Yep. It almost looked like some sort of bubble screen we threw there. So the officials will talk this one yeah, over. They're going to call Allman for a hold. That was a good looking. That was a good looking pass. It was a nice pass by by Coy Bastion. I mean, he that is not an easy throw to, to take the snap and immediately throw it all the way out to the sidelines to a receiver out there is tough. And he really delivered a nice ball there. So after the penalty, it'll put the ball just about midfield. Third down and long, under 40 seconds to go here in the first half. Bastion's going to take off runs. Got a lot of green grass in front of him. Getting to the right sideline, going to be met and driven out of bounds. But a good run and quickness that time by Corey Bastion. Made up his mind, Dave. He's going to take off, and I think it was a good decision. I, I like the fact that it was it was a very decisive decision. He uh, he didn't he didn't screw around, man. He just tucked the ball and took off. He's a smart kid, you can tell. And I'm a little surprised he ran out of bounds. I would expect Corey Bastion to, to keep it inbound and take on about five guys. <laughs> he wanted to get out of bounds, save that time only out. 32 seconds, I know. But, so it's fourth down here. I was just joking about running out of bounds, by the way. (laughs) 
Kyle Rowe is going to attempt a field goal. Awesome. This would be one of 50. He's putting it down at the 42-yard line. He's going to attempt a 52-yard field goal. I mean, special teams been amazing here tonight, but are you going to try to go with the win? The flag that's flying half-staff here on 9-11 is going to give him some help there. But, wow, that'd be an impressive, impressive kick as he's able to kick it that far. But, hey, you might as well find out in a situation like this where hey, maybe six. Let's do it. I'm, I'm excited. I want to see him hit a 52-yarder. This would be great. Looking at updated scores we have here from the – High school scoreboard on your Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Central Mountain leading Chickalimbi 20 nothing at halftime. Central Columbia leading Lewisburg 21 nothing at halftime. Jersey Shore all over Shemokin 28 nothing. All those scores are out of town scoreboard. And that's brought to you by Aubrey Alexander Toyota. Bring in our out of town scoreboard. We'll keep those updated throughout the ballgame. And we appreciate Aubrey Alexander. Toyo sponsoring our out-of-town scoreboard. 52-yard field goal attempt here by Kyle Rule. The kick is up, and it's going to fall short, but at least you have an idea now what he's capable of doing. That looked like it had some enough foot there when it came off, but it's going to fall short. Give Milton Black Panthers the ball following the missed field goal. So it will be first down and 10 for the Milton Black Panthers with 26 seconds to go here in the first half. Hey, he had the right line on that ball. That was that was a well-kicked ball. If it had about another five yards, I think he would have made it. So like I said, allow you at least you know what he's capable of doing. And, uh, you know, for some time down the road, that might come up big. Darn right. Speaking of those updated scores, our Blaze Alexander Ford tough game of the week. It's the smoking Jersey Shore game, and we see we hear that Jersey Shore all over the smoking Indians at this point, leading, shutting out the Indians. And with that kick, making it to the end zone, that's a touchback, so it'll put Milton at the 20-yard line, first down and 10, trailing 28-6 to with 26 seconds to go here in the first half. Rowell in a shotgun formation. Gets the snap, drops back. Looking left. Got a man out there. Almost intercepted by Brandon Heil as he stepped in front of the would-be receiver. And, boy, he's disappointed himself. That would have been his first interception of the season. He's already turned in an amazing evening for an interception. We'll have just add to that. Yeah, and Coy Bastion caused that bad uh, pass. He Coy blitzed off the edge there and uh, was in the quarterback's face. Did not give him the opportunity to deliver a nice ball there. So second down and 10 for the Black Panthers. 22 seconds to go here in the opening half. Seals Grove leading 28-6. to six. Crawl split to the left, got Nate Almond on him. But they're going to give it to the lone back of the backfield. Tackled immediately that time. Trying to get a number there who made the stop, and that's Rothamal making the stop for the Seals Grove Seals as the first half clock is going to run out here. That's the half. Seals Grove leading 28 to nothing. We're going to take a break, come back for halftime, give you updated stats on the first half, the scoring recap, checking Dave and his analysis and what Seals Grove looked to do moving in here to the second half. Again, Seals Grove leading here at halftime, 28 to 6 over the Milton Black Panthers. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. 
If the last time you had a fun event with your friends and family was Uncle Bob tells you about his vacation for the third time in a row, then you miss the great times that are found at Garfield's Restaurant and Pub. Everyone from moms and dads right down to all the kids always enjoy Garfield's food, plus ice-cold drinks including Pepsi. Enjoy light fare and appetizers, tasty entrees, desserts, and a whole bunch more. Catering is available, too, for your next holiday or party. It's always great times, great tastes at Garfield's Restaurant and Pub at the Susquehanna Valley Mall. Online at Garfield's.net. I can still remember the kids rolling around on that comfortable living room carpet. Remember when they were babies, they'd bang those pots and pans on the kitchen tile? I still remember the sounds of soccer and baseball cleats running on those hardwoods. And you yelling, leave the shoes outside. (laughs) These floors have seen a lot and they still look so good. They've got some good years left on them. Just like we do, honey. Right? You bet, my dear. You bet. Carpet Man in Milton. Flooring for life. Did you ever notice? Football sure does whip up your appetite. Make sure you stop at Tom's Eatery at Fox Crossing on Route 35 in Mount Pleasant Mills before the game, and you'll really enjoy the excitement however you're experiencing the game. Tom's Eatery is open Wednesday through Sunday from 11 till 8 with delicious specials every day. Your favorite country comfort foods, sandwiches, dinners, and desserts. They're available for private parties and gatherings, too. Tom's Eatery in Mount Pleasant Mills, also on Facebook. At the Sholly Insurance Agency, they love sports. Just ask Carol or Lynn. They're proud to support our area schools and high school football teams. They thank the coaches, parents, and communities that support the athletes and believe that participation in any sport helps to foster teamwork, dedication, respect, and character. Remember, for all of life's touchdowns and tackles, the Sholly Insurance Agency is here to help, offering coverage for your home, auto, business, and employee benefits. Sholly Insurance Agency, we're here to help. Visit us at shollyagency.com. Eagle 107. Welcome back to Alumni Stadium here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. Pat O'Brien along with Coach Dave Hess and our stat man, Zach Shower. He's working hard on the stats. We'll have that run down here very shortly. But here's the scoring recap of the first half as Seals Grove would finally get on the board with 3.04 to go in the first quarter as Nate Schoen took it 41 yards for the touchdown. It was a one-play, 41 yards for Nate Schoen. The extra point by Rule was good, and Seals Grove led at that point 7-0. But then Ryan Albany get on the scoreboard as he would go 70 yards for the touchdown. That was just a two-play drive covering all 70 yards. They came with 47 seconds to go in the first quarter. The extra point by rule was good. It was 14 nothing for the Seals Grove Seals, and that would be the score at the end of the first quarter. Seals Grove off to a slow start offensively, but came away with two big plays by the rushing game. Again, 41-yard touchdown run by Nate Schoen, followed up by Ryan Allman's 70-yard touchdown run at the end of the first quarter, 14 nothing. Ryan Allman get on the board again, this time just from two yards out. They came with 8.57 to go in the first half, completing a five-play, 21-yard drive. The extra point by Rule Good and 21 nothing lead at that point for the Seals Grove Seals. But um, the Milton Black Panthers would get on the board, an impressive 13-play drive covering 80 yards. One-yard touchdown plunge by quarterback Rao. That came with 2.53 to go in the first half. The extra point was blocked, so Seals Grove still led 21-6 over the Black Panthers. But on the suing kickoff, Nate Ahmed for the Seals Grove Seals would take it 84 yards for the touchdown. Got great blocking on the kickoff return. That came with 240 to go in the first half. The extra point again, good by 
rule, and it was 28-6 to lead for the Seals Grove Steels, and that's what score is that we went into halftime. 28-6. to they were, we talked about a couple things, and you come into a season that's been as crazy offseason as anybody would ever remember. Things that you want to count on that you think can be at a top level as you try to get your offense coming around. And that's your defense, special teams, and boy, both have come up big here in that first half. With the exception of that 13-play drive, the defense has been fantastic. I mean, they they had a lot of tackle uh, tackles for a loss early in the game, and that, that really shifted any kind of momentum that Milton was, was going to have. Milton did get some momentum with that drive, but boy, I'll tell you what, the Seals just took it right back. You know, starting with blocking the extra point, that, that's a bummer, man. When you you finally put one in there, stick one in the end zone, and then they block the extra point, that, that hurts, you know. So I, we got the momentum back immediately after that, which is a good thing, you know. Sudden change is huge. Momentum is big, you know, and, and we've done a good job. And I think we're obviously on a plus side in turnovers and so on, too. And we and we had a, an earlier touchdown at I think we did. It didn't even count, you know. So I, I couldn't be happier with where we are right now. Milton was 0-10 last year, but I think they're an improved football team. When we talk about the special team-wise, Brandon Ohio with three blocks, two on punts and one on that extra point that you mentioned. And, you know, I, I remember speaking to you, Dave, in interviews and stuff, and sometimes at Sills Grove you take for granted that the extra points are going to be good all the time. You do. Um, when you have uh, – you know, you go back to hoteling during the 2009 season and uh, setting records on extra points. But, you know, when you score and you go, all right, this is seven, that isn't always the case everywhere. And no. uh, like you said, you finally get into the end zone and you, you feel that, that the air come out of that balloon when, you, when they block that extra point. And that was the case there. Yeah. And then the ensuing kickoff, you know, return for 84 yards by Nate Allman. And that's just all the air out of the balloon. So I you notice the excitement and building that momentum for the uh, Milton Black Panthers with Seals Grove, we always talked about answering those touchdowns by the opponent, and boy, Absolutely. they have always done that, and they did it in a big way. Absolutely. You, you, when you get sudden change or you you get a shift in momentum, man, you've got to take it back. And it's, you know, and, and traditionally, we've done that at Seals Grove, but uh, the, the kids have really responded tonight. I love what they've done, and I'll tell you what. You know, I thought coming out of the scrimmage, the most suspect part of our game was was the offensive line, and, and it always is. That's nothing unusual, but. I'll tell you what, um, with a few a few negative plays early on, with with the exception of that, we th- that offensive line has come alive tonight, and they have really been productive. So I, I'm really and they've given Coy enough time that he's been able to, to deliver a couple nice passes, which is great. Yeah, he had a very nice pass setting up that touchdown run when he found Brett Ford inside the five-yard line. Bastion able to drop back, throw a very tight spiral to get it to Brett Four and eventually a touchdown run. We're at halftime. Seals Grove leading 28-6 here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. Taking a look at some of those updated scores for you again. The last I see here, Shikalimi trailing Central Mountain 20 to nothing. You can hear that, hear that game on our brother station on 1070 WKOK. Central Columbia leading Lewisburg 21-0. That's at half. Jersey Shore, that's our tough game of the week. They're leading 28-0 over Shemokin. Also have Iowa Lucy beating 21-6-0. Athens over Sayers at this point, 7-0. Danville all over Mifflinburg, 42-0. And Montoursville beating Midwest, 35-0. One additional score, Muncie leading Warrior Run, 20-7. That is at half. And again, those are our out-of-town scoreboards brought to you by Aubrey Alexander Toyota. Bring it our out-of-town scoreboard. Handed the stat sheet from our stat man, Zach Showers. Taking a look at the numbers here. 
not a lot of first downs in that first half. Seals Grove just five and Milton four. In the rushing department, Seals Grove 150 yards on the ground as Milton's put up 52 rushing yards on the ground. In the passing department, not much to talk about that way. We did talk about Corey Bastian, had a couple good throws, Rowell as well, but not a lot of production in terms of numbers. 36 yards through the air for the Seals Grove Seals. Milton, 37 yards through the air. So total offense, Seals Grove 186 and Milton, 89. The penalty department, Seals Grove, four penalties, 32 yards, and Milton, three penalties for 25 yards. It's been three turnovers in the game, and uh, Seals Grove has a fumble. Milton has a fumble and an interception uh, from a turnover standpoint. Big plays in the game, of course, we talked about Nate Almond, 84-yard kickoff return touchdown. That was the ensuing kickoff after Milton had just scored on that 13-play drive. Also, Brandon Howe, we mentioned that two block punts and also a blocked extra point. And day before I moved to individual numbers, and we talked about it already, and I'm just kind of curious from your mindset, what did you see or what, what could be the adjustment? Brandon Howe is going untouched and getting in and blocking these punts. I mean, that's setting up great opportunities. I mean, you don't see that. I mean, you go through an entire season. I, I, you talked about Matt Winrick, part of your 2019. He did the same thing. He was a big block kind of guy. He could block punts, went in there. Is it mentality? What is it? How do you set it up? Uh, you know, Brandon Hiles, it's taking advantage of it here. Some, somewhere in your blocking scheme, he's covered. you got to figure out who's not doing his job because he is coming clean, you know, th- at least twice on punt. And the extra point he came clean, too. So usually in the extra point, it's it's a matter of the ball not getting back there quickly enough and the kicker kicking it off, or kicking it quickly enough. Um but on that one, he was just there so fast, it was unreal. So, you know, there's there's a timing factor there. Yeah. And, and I think that maybe they, they got a little long with that. The snap might have been a little slow, but yeah. Brandon's just doing a great job. He's yeah. just an outstanding kid. Well, we saw, and then the, you saw it on film, and I was able to get there to scrimmage, and one thing that jumped off the film was the speed Brandon Howell's showing coming off the edge. And, you know, we joked about that and maybe not being that fast at any Jen's point in history. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, you know, we got the quickness in that, but um, it's a big part. You know, big part of what we saw in that first half is those two block punts setting up opportunities. And then Aaron Rothamel able to scoop them up and give Seals Grove great field position in both those uh, plays for the Seals Grove special teams. Look at individual numbers. Ralph from the Milton Black Panthers, just four for nine, 37 yards, and has an interception. Valderas, 19 carries, 51 yards, and a fumble. He did a great job on that 13-play drive. He really was able to find some openings. Number 42 for the Milton Black Panthers did a nice job, and you think they're going to go back to that. Now comes to, if they can't, is it, again, the adjustment by this good 3-5 defense. And you talked about one big run they had there was the blitzing Ryan Almit hit the wrong gap, came through. So that's all about adjusting there as well from your linebacker position. That's, and that's the philosophy of the defense, of the Seals Grove defense. We're high risk, high reward. We're, we're an upfield defense. Our, our down men are not playing across faces. They're taking gaps. They're trying to occupy a gap and take it back at least a yard into the backfield every play. When we get that out of those down men, we're good. We're good to go. But, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things. As long as we keep our edge and keep getting upfield like that, we're going to be okay. But you know, I, I like where we are with that. We're at halftime here at Alumni Field. Seals Grove leading the Milton Black Panthers 28-6. to 
two long touchdown runs, one by Nate Schoen, the other by Ryan Almond. Ryan Almond was the 70-yard touchdown run. And, again, we talked about the kickoff return by Nate Almond and Seals Grove leading 28-6 to over the Milton Black Panthers. Taking a look at Seals Grove numbers, Bastion 4 for 6 for 36 yards. In the rushing department, Ryan Almit, five carries for 61 yards and two touchdowns. His other touchdown was a two-yard touchdown run. Nate Schoen, three carries, 64 yards and a touchdown. Bastion's run the ball four times, 22 yards and for the Seals Grove quarterback. In the receiving department, Brett Four had four catches, 23 yards. Nate Schoen, just one catch for 13 yards. And again, Seals Grove leading 28-6 to here at halftime over the Milton Black Panthers. Going to take another break. Get ready for the second half. And when we come back, we have a player spotlight. We'll do that more when we return here at Alumni Field. Seals Grove leading 28-6. This is Seals Grove football on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. This is Bill Booker, and as a Seals Grove parent and fan, I know all of us can't attend the games as much as we used to, but I'm thrilled we can still listen to our Seals together. The game of life has thrown us some trick plays this year, and if financial matters are stressing you out, I'm here to help with all of your income tax needs. No matter if it's for one person or a whole business, I do the best for my clients. Please schedule a time to talk with me by calling 570-374-7343. That's Bill Booker CPA, 530 South Market Street in Seals Grove, right next to the American Legion. I look forward to seeing you all soon in person and as always go seals we all sometimes are in need of a way to express how we feel when you want to say congratulations on that beautiful new baby great job happy birthday happy anniversary or simply i care trust gracie's flowers and seals grove to give your feelings their finest expression gracie's is a full service florist no matter the occasion gracie's will work their magic and put together a customized gift basket and add balloons plants candles plush animals fruits or snacks for a personal touch local delivery is available and gracie's teleflora services can Send your bouquet to loved ones anywhere, anytime. Call 570-374-4923 for Gracie's Flowers. 901 North Market Street in Seawance Grove. Before you travel to the football stadium to cheer on your team, try Kenny Tag. Your local PennDOT partner can make sure your vehicle or tailgating RV is ready to roll. Try Kenny Tag Service. Almost Worth is your convenient one-stop shop for fast and efficient service. Registrations, title work, and transfers, driver's license renewals, and notary services. All of those tasks that can seem overwhelming are taken care of without a long line or appointment. Try County Tag Service, the Susquehanna Valley's trusted PennDOT partner for over 40 years. Open Monday through Saturday at Park Road and Pennsylvania Avenue in Hummel's Wharf. State and service fees apply. It's game time, and the team at I'm the Guy Basement Systems is ready to give you a customized game plan to fix your basement's problems. Moisture, seepage, mold, those are serious problems that won't go away on their own. Let ITG help. We offer free inspections to ensure your home is dry and healthy. Visit ITGBasementSystems.com to schedule your free estimate today. ITG Basement Systems. I'm the guy to make it dry. The Valley's home for classic rock. Classic rock. Eagle. Let's rock. 107. Here on Eagle 107, tomorrow the Phillies baseball on Eagle 107. The Phillies are in Miami tomorrow. Phillies on deck starting at 535. See the full Phillies broadcast schedule on Eagle107.com. Click on the sports schedule. Our spotlight, Matt Cook gets the spotlight this week. He had an opportunity to play as a freshman on varsity and bursted on the scene as a talent 2003 squad. Cook became a fan favorite for his punt blocks. Very coincidental there. Yeah. 
and his vicious hits on punt returns in games versus Danville, Blue Mountain, an intense competitor. Cook's passing carried into all aspects of the game, running over defenders as a running back, forcing fumbles a linebacker. After being injured in 2004 regular season, he came back to score the go-ahead TD at a state playoff game versus Johnstown which propelled him into a phenomenal junior and senior season. As a senior, Cook rushed for a team-high 1,388 yards and 17 touchdowns. He led the Seals to their first undefeated regular season since 1928. His best game came against Milton, rushed for 188 yards, four touchdowns. Number 43 finished with over 2,300 yards rushing and 32 touchdowns, both at the time with good for eighth all-time. While solidifying the Seals' backfield, Cook's accolades were earned on the defensive side of the ball as a second-team All-State as a junior linebacker, first-team All-State again at a linebacker. Cook was also part of the of four CSC championship teams, championship teams and three state quarterfinal squads. After graduating, Matt continued his career at Delaware Valley college where he went on to finish as the aggies all-time leading rusher yardage all-purpose yardage rushing and overall touchdown tonight's spotlight is on matt cook and matt cook is one of the greatest people you ever meet in your life he's a good guy and uh, matt was an all-american at delaware valley college did you mention that i should have if i didn't he became an all-american <laughs> down there and his picture is hanging in seals grove high school great awesome. guy and steve miller is his nephew Check that out. Our little lineman here. He's not little now anymore. <laughs> I think he's over 200 pounds now, but he's here. Abracadabra. Abracadabra. Uh, great first half for the Seals. They lead 28-6. to Both teams return to the field here, getting ready for the second half. Again, Seals Grove coming up with two big, long touchdown runs to put them up on Milton Black Panthers and then another huge play. And, again, we get candidates for the Smoking Dam Health Center backbreaker plays of the game. Boy, we have a few of those to talk about at the end of the game between a couple block punts, long touchdown runs, kickoff return, and so much more. So excited about this second half. Again, Dave, you think about the second half and the mentality of a team leading 28-6, but you know you don't want to – Take the foot off the throttle. You you want to keep this momentum going, and I'm sure that was the conversation at halftime. Absolutely, it's imperative you come out and just and you continue where you left off. You got it. You got to get out here and just perform. Now there can be no letdown. And That's got to be your mentality, man. You've got to be out there and you got to be fighting to the end. And for Seals Grove's sake, they will get the ball, or uh, they will kick away here. Milton Black Panthers, but the best part also of that first half is what we've seen from the defensive side. So they'll get an opportunity here to play defense first against the Milton Black Panthers. Milton had the most impressive offensive drive of the night when they had a 13-play drive that covered 80 yards. It took over six minutes to finally put it in the end zone, but Seals Grove came right back and got the kickoff return on the ensuing kickoff. And again, as the Grays start the second half, Seals Grove leading 28-6. Second half is underway. Kyle Rule, end over end kick, taken by the deep man about the 10-yard line. Making a move, got some room, crosses over the 20. Stop before he gets to the 25-yard line. Milton Black Panthers, decent field position to start the second half. Route quarterback for the Milton Black Panthers. Seen some good throws from him. Not a lot of production in terms of yardage, but showing some athletic ability to get out in the open and find some open guys. Nate Minium had the most impressive catch for the Black Panthers. He's able to shake a couple would-be tackles. 
That was a part of their 13 play drive. See if he gets more involved here to line up at the right slot position this time for the Black Panthers. Valderas is the deep man in the formation. He gets the call. Off the left hit as he falls forward. Ryan Allman in on the stop that time. Again, Nate Schoen went out of the game after he had crossed the goal line. There was a penalty that brought that back, but he has not returned to the game, and we have no information on that as we're not expected to, as they will keep that information private. But uh, we're hoping that he's able to bounce back after he walked off the field. One-yard pickup for the Black Panthers, second down and nine. Filling in for the ceiling, or excuse me, for Nate shown is Spencer George on the left defensive tackle position. Rao gets it. Look for the quick throw. Gets it out. Catch is made. Bounces off the tackle of Nate Allman and falls forward to the 32-yard line. Good catch that time for the Milton Black Panthers. Canelio makes that catch. Leading receiver for the Milton Black Panthers is medium, but Canelo is a big Big guy, makes a good catch. Short of a first down, third down and about three for the Black Panthers. Looks like a little change here. Milton came out with four wideouts that time. And it was just a, a real quick snap and throw again. They're, they're trying to avoid the pass rush of Seals Grove and all the blitzing that we do. That was a nice throw. Canelo makes the catch. Third and two. Makes a much more manageable play here. Crawl splits to the left. Two wide receivers to the right. Brown gets the snap, hands it off to the deep man for the... Valderas, he's going to pick up a first down. Kissinger in on the stop along with Hoover, but it's a good run straight up the middle for the Milton Black Panthers to give them a very crucial first down early here in the third quarter, trailing 28-6. I don't see the penetration happening right now with our down men up front. We, that, that's a staple in our defense. We've got to get upfield with that with those down men. Once in a while you do get caught. You know, you'll run past something, but uh, more often than not you're going to make a big play in the backfield. Rao sends two wide receivers to left this time. Valderas thrown back in the backfield. First down and 10 for the Black Panthers, trailing 28-6. He's going to get the call again as the lone back in the backfield, but Ryan Ahmet slices through that offensive line of the Milton Black Panthers, makes the stop there, lost on the play of a couple. It'll be a second down and long for the Panthers. We have good penetration out of our, our outside linebacker, our defensive end on the right side. They ran that play right at them, and they blew it up in the backfield. Great, good-looking defensive play. Fogarty, the, the defensive tackle over the center. You got the ends, and Miller's on the right side. Again, we talk about uh, Spencer George filling in for Nate Schoen. The linebackers, you also see Straub in there, along with Ryan Allman, Rothamall, Kissinger, and Heil. Rao rolling to his right under pressure, gets rid of it, overthrows the intended receiver. That was Minium, the intended receiver, falls incomplete. It's going to be a third down and 10 for I'm sorry. That's okay for the Black Panthers. Good job by Spencer George here. He, uh, he came clean off the left edge and got in the quarterback's face, got his hands up, forced the quarterback to throw it to float it high. Not a good throw. Third down and long. Mentioned number 25, Straub. Ryan Straub was playing at linebacker position. He lines up just to the right of Ryan Ahmet. Third down and long for the Black Panthers, trailing 28-6 under after the snap here. It'll be under nine minutes to go here in the third quarter. Brown rolling to his left. Under pressure, gets rid of it. It's got a man there, makes the catch, knocked out of bounds by Nate Ahmet. But a catch made 
Canelo makes the catch, same formation or same play that time. Just gets open in the flat there. The catch is made. He takes it to the 45-yard line. It's going to be a fourth down and about five for the Black Panthers, and they're going to punt this one away. Where is Brandon Heil? We need Brandon Heil. (laughs) He's surveying that formation, works himself to the left this time, dropping back will be Hoover and Brett Forrest standing at the 21-yard line. The snap's good time. Here comes Heil, but he's going to be hit by two guys this time. That's an adjustment you saw. Here's a flag down. Brett Ford takes it off the turf, and he's going to take it beyond the 35-yard line to the 37-yard line. There's a flag, as you mentioned, Dave. The officials will talk this one over and see what the call is here on that punt by the Milton Black Panthers, and it's going to be a false start. So now they'll talk it over with the captains. And see if they'll take that, or because they have decent field position at the 37-yard line for the Seals Grove Seals, leading 28-6 with 8:48 to go here in the third period. On a chilly September evening, they declined the penalty, so they'll take the field position at the 38-yard line. Bastion will come out and start the offense here. Five receivers to each side, Kissinger to the right, four to the left, two backs in the backfield, Hoover and Ryan Ahmed. Waiting on the snap from Young. Gets it. Turns. Gives it to Ahmet. Off the left. Shakes a couple guys. Takes it beyond the 40. It's about the, nope, they're going to mark it at the 40-yard line. That's where he goes down. And the stop that time involved in his stop was Daub, the senior. Rarick also in the stop for the Milton Black Panthers. Second down and we'll call it about six. We'll call it seven. They get the call from the sidelines as Kissinger is going to sprint to the right, the wide receiver to the right, four to the left. Clock running with 8-10 to go here in the third. Bastion looking to pass, throws it in and out of the hands of Brett Four. So it's going to bring up a third down and seven, 8.07 to go here in the third period. That was a quick pass. Uh, uh, four went out. He just did a hitch, about a five-yard hitch, came back to the ball. And the, the receiver got there just as the ball hit his hands, and he he bounced. He was good, well, well defended. Seals Grove leading 28 to six a year ago. Their most points they scored was 48 when they beat Midwest. They did score 30 plus points four times a year ago. Right now they're at 28, leading 28 to six. Third down, Bastion rolls with right. Plenty of pressure. Throws it to Ryan Allman on the screen. Shakes it to Fender. Got room up the left sideline. In the Milton Black Panther territory. Still going. Falling behind a wall. Blockers as he's going to take it all the way to the Panther 20-yard line. Good call. Kudos to Mike Ferrero. Well-run play. Great call. Uh, you know, they, they took away a, a lot of the Milton aggressiveness with that. They, nice setup. He had a lot. Of, Coy had a lot of pressure. He, he threw the, a perfect little screen pass out to... Uh, Ahmed coming out of the backfield. Ahmed had good speed going up that sideline. He avoided a few people. Good job. And when you're running screens, you really got to be a good actor. you got to roll to the right. Yep. And he does for a 41-yard gain on the pass. Screen from Bastion to Ryan Ahmed. Ryan Straub is in the backfield now. He'll check in. He'll be offset to the right of Bastion. Bastion's going to turn. He's going to keep it. Looked like a mistake in the backfield, but makes a positive play. More than 10 yards as he'll pick up a first down for the Milton Black, or excuse me, for the Seals against the right side of the Milton Black Panther defense. 
Looked like maybe a little snafu in that backfield, but he made the most of it. I think there was. There was a, a, a dive fake one way. I think it was looked like it was a counter, possibly, but uh, never messed with the quarterback. Coy did a nice job. He just so tucked it. the ball, ran, got some tough yards. So first down, goal to go for the Seals after that run by senior quarterback Coy Bastion. Five receivers to each side. Bastion takes the snap, turns, gives it to Hoover, and he's upended in the backfield. Had a lead right, and there was penetration off the, our left side um, by the Milton. I think it was a Milton linebacker. Linebacker, yep. That was uh, Loss able to come in and blow things up. The middle linebacker, number 51 for the Milton Black Panthers. So second and nine on a nine-yard line. And Matt Cook is Stephen Miller's uncle. Yeah. Oh, his uncle. Did I say it was his cousin? His uncle, yep. His uncle, yep. I'm sorry. He's got a message from John Miller. Just kind of correcting things a little bit there. Nope, that's his, yep. He's the uncle. That's that's why we appreciate our listeners. They're so smart. Still blood, though, right? (laughs) Second down, goal to go. Bastion drops back, looking, throws a quick slant, not able to make the connection to Brett Four, falls incomplete. It'll be a third down goal to go for the Seals Grove Seals. Third and nine. Milton defense trying to come up big here. Seals Grove leading 28 to 6, 635 to go here in the third period. The offense coming up to the line of scrimmage. Everybody looking at their wristbands, see what the call is, getting ready for a play here. Bastion waiting for the snap, gets it, turns, gives it to Hoover, bounces off the defender, still going to the goal line. Touchdown, Seals Grove Seals. Great looking play, counter. It was a counter play. They faked the ball to the right and they gave it to Hoover going to the left. Nice run by Hoover. Well blocked by the offensive line. Good job. So Hoover is able to cash it in this time. He got close to the goal line for a touchdown in that first half. This time he makes it a no-doubter. Takes it to the end zone. Touchdown to get his first rushing touchdown of the season for junior running back T. Hoover. Tell you what, it's pretty nice that when Nate Schoen goes out, you can give the ball to a kid like T. Hoover. Snap's good. Rule trying to kick it through the uprights. It's up and it's good. He's perfect on the night. Brett Ford did a nice job. Put that ball down. Off to Kevin Gearhart snap, and Seals Grove Seals increased their lead to 35-6 with 6.29 to go here in the third period. Nice to see a lot of different people getting involved, and you know that's what you want to do. Get a lot of guys involved, and they certainly have done here tonight for the Seals Grove offense. Yeah, it'd be nice to see everybody get some time tonight. It It would be great. That's a big thing for the football program. It's great to get those young guys on the field if you can. So Hoover gets his first Rushing touchdown of the season comes from nine yards out. 6.29 to go here in the third period. 63-yard drive on seven plays for the Seals Grove Seals, taking two minutes and 19 seconds. That's the Seals Grove Ford drive summary. Again, we take it for granted. Kyle Roll jogs out, gets the good snap, hole, kicks it through, and Seals Grove perfect in their extra points here on the night. Doggone right. The blocking's been good, so a lot of credit to the... Special teams for the Seals Grove Seals has been very solid here tonight. They they are they appear to be a very well fo- coached football team. So Kyle Rule will kick this one away. Two backs deep for the Milton Black Panthers. 
Tilter try to get good coverage here on this kickoff. Carl Rule has it teed up. Gets the signal, approaches, and the kick is away. Line drive kick. The last one went out of bounds. This one does not. Rolls inside the five-yard line. Finally picked up by the return man. And he's going to take it beyond the 10-yard line. And that's where Milton will take over. First down and 10, deep in their own territory, trailing 35-6 with 6.24 to go here in the third period. Dave said about guys getting opportunities and all that, but uh, you also think about the number ones. Haven't had a lot of opportunity to get that second scrimmage. Probably a lot of things you like to work on, but you like to mix in a little of each. Number 12 is checked into the game for the Seals Grove Seals, and Zach, you had mentioned he's not on the roster and forgot to write his name on who he is, but he has checked into the game playing that right defensive tackle position. That's Chad Rule. For the Seals Grove Seals. Quick throw out. Minion makes the catch. Trying to get away from Straub. Is unable to. And that's going to be stopped. Actually, let's give credit where credit is due. That's Rumberger making the stop. Number 26, not 25. For the Seals Grove defense. Pick up about a half yard. Maybe one. Second down and nine. Good looking play by Corey Rumberger. Very quick pass out to wide receiver. Corey got there, man. He's quick. It's going to be second down and long for the Black Panthers. Next week, Seals Grove will travel to Central Mountain, who last we saw all over Chickalimi leading 21-0 at halftime. But that's where Seals Grove will be next week at Central Mountain to take on the Wildcats. Rowell gets the snap. Mixed up in the backfield. He's going to take off and run. A lot of white shirts chased him down. Knocks them out of bounds. i tell you what, the Seals Grove defense is fast. They get to the football. That was a, a – Milton just tried to break the ball to the outside on the left here, and, and Seals Grove just ran him down. The kid got all the way to the sideline, but it, I think he only got about a half a yard. So it's going to be a third down and long after that half-yard pickup, as third, you mentioned. Third and nine from the 16-yard line. They're on the 16-yard line. Rule's got good size. He's the kid, number 12 on that right side. Mm-hmm. He's a he's big come kid. He's coming. Seacoat's playing the – Chico's at nose. Nose for the Seals Grove defense. And seeing those numbers come in, we'll get to all the names that we possibly can as we're going to get a stoppage here. As we get a flag thrown there, I look over and the play clock is at zero. And I think that Aaron Rothermold is now in it uh, at that linebacker, number 41. Timeout taken by Milton. And we talk about all big plays, and uh, we call them the Smoke and Dam Health Center backbreaker plays of the game. And, boy, we have a bunch of candidates with, we mentioned already, with the block punts. Rothmull has been able to jump on those block punts by Brandon Heil. has been a big part of the special teams along with the defense as well. He's actually got the, the start at the linebacker position. He did not start a year ago, and he was able to step in and fill in with the loss of a guy like Wyatt Metzger and others from the linebacker position and Makai Showers and, Good to see those young guys, those guys stepping up, program guys, knowing their opportunity to come, make the most of it. And you'd mentioned about Rothmull. He's made that opportunity big, stepping in and starting at that linebacker position. Yeah, and that's a great thing. I love seeing it. So Milton takes the timeout, trailing 35-6 to with 5.36 to go here in the third period. They pop out of the huddle following the timeout. Sends one wide receiver far to the right. That's Kroll. Two wide receivers to the left for Rao. Minion goes in motion from left to right. Snap goes to Rao. Looking right. Gets rid of it. 
Not, ball's knocked away by Brandon Howe. He was right on the play there. It was attended for a minimum and a good play by your linebacker, Brandon Howe. That was a heck of a play by Brandon Howe. I, I mean, for a, an outside linebacker has to cover the flat. He's got to get he's got to get turned around, get to the flat, and and the ball was thrown much deeper than his original drop. Uh, that and and honestly, uh, he he did a great job of adjusting to the ball and getting back there and knocking it out of the air before the kid could catch it. Fourteen, a punting situation for. The Black Panthers. Snaps a little high. Gets it away. It is blocked. Ball hits. Blocked. Knocked out of bounds. Seals Grove have great field position. The ball rolls out of bounds beyond the 20. It's about the 25-yard line. Third block of the night for the Seals Grove special teams. And given the Seals Grove great field position, leading 35-6 to with 525 to go here in the third period. Who do you have for number 40? That's the George Spencer, Spencer George. Spencer. Okay, yeah, he's not on my roster for some reason, but I think Spencer might have just got a little piece of that punt he, there. We kind of gave him a, an yeah. ovation, gave him a high five, so that's who we're going to give credit yeah. to until we hear something different. And, so and he's making an impact right too. Brandon Hyle was right there with him. But now they're doubling Brandon Hyle to make sure he doesn't get there. Other guys are getting opportunities. As Corey Bastian jogs out, gets the offense going here, takes the snap, gives it to Hahn. Trying to follow behind the blocking of that offensive line. Not much there. Falls forward. It'll be a second down and long for the Seals Grove Seals. They have great field position to start this possession. Just short of the 25-yard line now. After the one-yard pickup, Seals Grove won't be in any rush here. Checking Jack, in. Jack Hahn just ran that football. Jack is another legacy guy in the program. His brother, Wade, or excuse me, his father, Wade Hahn, played for us way back in the day. And Wade was a lineman, too. Very nice. And his, his son is a back. They just, uh, you know, they just develop yeah. into quicker. Mm-hmm. They do. More explosive. Put him in the backfield. He's going to get the call again off the left. No explosion there. It's just blown up at the initial handoff that time. As that defensive line for the Milton Black Panthers came through, made big play. Nowhere to go for Hahn. Lost on the play. Seals grow forced in a third down and long here. Clock continues to run, 4.20 to go in the third period, 35-6 to six lead for the Seals Grove Seals. Shown Almit has two, and Hoover has one. The touchdowns on the night from the offense and the special teams. Nate Almit has the 84-yard kickoff return. Bastion looking deep down the left sideline, nothing there, falls incomplete, intended out there for Nate Almit. Falls incomplete, and it'll be a fourth down and 13 for the Seals. And the offense is not coming off, and now they will be. Here comes Gearhart onto the field as part of the punt team for the Seals Grove Seals. As Catherman will drop back. Nope, rule. They're going to try to kick another field goal here. <laughs> This will spot it down at the 37-yard line, so it'll be a 47-yard field goal by Kyle Rule. The kick is up. Get in there. And it's going to come up short once again. But he's definitely online. You mentioned the last time when they tried from 52 yards, it was online, but that one's going to come up well short and turn the ball over to the Milton Black Panthers with Seals Grove leading with 3.51 to go in the third, 35-6. to 
I like the fact that they're getting their kicker a lot of work tonight. That, that's a great thing for him. That's going to pay dividends later in the season. And all the exchange, the snap, the Absolutely. hold, all that stuff becomes crucial on a chilly night here in September. That stuff is here. <laughs> <laughs> Usually you say in October, November, but. Yeah, I, I thought it was getting a little balmy out. I, I, I'm getting a little warm here. I'm freezing. Woo. This is terrible. <laughs> but the football team is hot. They're leading 35-6 over the Milton Black Panthers. 3.51 to go here in the third period. Milton takes over after a missed field goal opportunity. They'll take over after the touchback at their own 20-yard line. First down and 10. Had an impressive 13-play drive since that time. They have not been able to find much as the Seals Grove defense all over that run off the left side. Nothing there. Yeah, the Maybe a loss of a yard. Yep. It'll about be a second a, down and long. About a half-yard loss. This is, the defense just swarmed. We have plenty of penetration. I think we blitzed the backer right into that play. So second down and long, balls inside the 20-yard line for the Milton Black Panthers. Seals Grove again leading 35-6. to We'll be at Central Mountain next week. Eagle 107 will be there with all the call, taking on the Wildcats. Wildcats looking to go 1-0 on the season as they were up on Chicolim. We're going to look at for some updated scores here and see what we got here with other games going on around the valley. Pitch just goes off to the right. Got some room. Knocked. To the turf after crossing the 25-yard line, Milton that time. Canelo gets the call. Picked up about uh, six yards. It was a good run. Stretch right. Um, it looked like the defense was there, but we got a little bit of slope on the outside. We didn't we didn't string it like we should have. We didn't run it to the sideline. They got a little movement on us, and they were able to pick up about five or six yards. For bring up a third down and medium for the Milton Black Panthers. Send a wide receiver. Nope, they're going to go with the tight formation here. Pistol, Rao gets the snap. Turn, gives it to deep man. Off the left side. Hit, knocked off his feet as he looked like he was going to have some room. 26. Solid tackle by Rumberger. Solid tackle. And needed it because if not, looked like he was going to have some room off there, possibly to pick up a first down, but knocked off his feet to bring up a fourth down. Milton ran a sweep left, and Rumberger somehow was able to run through the guards that had pulled, and he made a nice hit. A solid tackle. Can update his score. Central Mountain leading 33-0 over Shikalimi. Central Columbia leading Lewisburg 28-6. Jersey Shore all over Shimokin 35-0. That's our out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Aubrey Alexander Toyota. Bringing our out-of-town scoreboard. Again, we'll be at Central Mountain next week to take on the Wildcats. Right now are in command in their game against the Braves. Almost intercepted that time. As Raul dropped back, looking to go left once again. A lot of white shirts around the plate. Knock it to the turf. Turn the ball over on down. Seals Grove takes over on offense. That was an interesting formation Milton came out in there. They came out with a double stack. Two wide receivers on each side, and one was stacked behind the other. And they ran a little a little slant in and out on this side. They tried to hit the slant, but we were there. First down and 10 for the Seals, leading 35 to 6, 131 to go here in the third. Passing in a quarterback, one back in the backfield with whom? That's Hoover. Hoover has a touchdown to his credit here on the night. Brandon Hiles splits to the right. Bastion gets the snap, uh, gives it to Hoover. Counter. Makes a man miss. Going up the left sideline. Now reverses the field to the right 
and he's going to be stopped at the 19-yard line. A good burst once again by Hoover, and we saw the hole open up on that left side, and Hoover made guys miss. Beautiful. They're going to say short of a first down. It's going to be a second down and short, though. Well-run counter by our offense, man. Great job, and Hoover did a nice job running that ball. He had about five yards, and he ran in some traffic and uh, did a great job. He picked up a couple tough yards. Good-looking good looking counter by the Seals. I love it. We're pulling guards. We're doing things. This is a this is good stuff. We're getting better every play. See what they do here on the second down and short. Ryan Allman in the backfield along with Teague Hoover. Bastion in the shotgun formation. Taking the snap. It's going to give it to Hoover again. Bounces it to the outside. It's got a first down and more. Up the left sideline towards the goal line. They're going to say he's knocked out of bounds before he got into the end zone. Looks like he did, but again, same play, right, Dave? And you go off the left side and show that speed to take it to a first down goal to go inside the five. It looked like the same play, but it's actually a lead that time. There wasn't a counteraction in the backfield. A fullback led, and it looked like the fullback picked up a blitzing linebacker because he met a guy immediately. And uh, Coy Bash was able to, able to get around that traffic and get the ball to, uh, to Hoover. Great job. First down and goal to go for the Seals, trying to add to the 35-6 to lead here. Ryan Allman in the backfield. Teague Hoover behind Bastion. Wide receivers to each side. Bastion takes the snap. Give it to Hoover. Goal line into the end zone. Touchdown for the Seals Grove Seals. So Hoover, uh, Hoover got three touchdowns now, right? Two. Well, yeah, he got three, but he's two. Oh, I'm I hear it. I'm being hear. smart. I'm sorry. That's not yeah. nice. No. That was a good-looking play. That was a lead right. Uh, it was Almond through first, and then and then Hoover. And Hoover ran it tough. I think he was pretty much untouched in the end zone, though. Our offensive line did a great job. Now Kyle Rule jogs out, trying to kick the extra point. It's been perfect on the night. The exchange's been good from Gearhart to four, and Kyle Rule will attempt the extra point here. Same deal. Kick is up. It's a line drive, but it does get through, and Seals Grove increased their lead to 42-6 to with... Nine seconds to go here in the third period. Seals Grove Seals able to get that score off a three-play drive, covering just 27 yards. Took one minute and 22 seconds. Hoover gets the one-yard touchdown run. That's the Seals Grove forward drive summary. <laughs> Good. Hey, I have a I have a, a, a nomination for the backbaker play. Okay. It would have to be the, the, the touchdown after Milton scored. On top of getting the extra point blocked, we, we, we return the ensuing kickoff. So, so not the block punt by Heil that set up the second touchdown. Maybe? Could be. All right, there's a lot of discussion I here. Know, I know, I know. We'll have to talk about it. We'll have to keep, you, keep the people on the edge of the seat for the Schmokenham Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Yeah, we're worried about those backbreakers. We like oh. backbreakers here. The, the first year we had... Dr. Dunnigan, you know, he sponsors there at Smoke Dam Health Center, and he said the backbreaker play. I thought it was supposed to be somebody that got their back broken. <laughs> <laughs> so we never had one, so I never said anything. <laughs> so he, That's great. So when I saw him, he wanted to know why I never mentioned his uh, <laughs> his sponsorship. I said, nobody broke their back. <laughs> Kickoff goes off to the left this time. Return man up the right sideline. Good coverage over there. Seals Grove's done a nice job on the coverage. Our kickoff cover team has some good speed on it. These guys get down the field real well. And and the, the most important thing is they're breaking down before they get to the ball carrier. They're coming under control, and they're keeping themselves in front of that ball carrier. They've been real effective. So three seconds to go here in the third period as Milton comes up to the line of scrimmage. Ooh, we have some new, new, new numbers in there. 
Have to make sure we get those mentioned in there. Oh, See no, they were guys, there before, I think. Guys checking in. 67. Oh, Luke Prokoski. Luke Prokoski checking in a game. Left but the defensive third. tackle. Or nose guard. I'm not sure yet. The officials are chit-chatting about this one. They didn't run the play. But they're going to... They're going to snap it here to end the third quarter. Milton will have a first down and 10. Some late personnel coming into the game. Ball sits about the 21-yard line. Rowell's going to pitch it to the deep man, going off the left side. He's got some quickness into the secondary, and he's going to be stopped short of the 30-yard line. So a good play for Milton to end the third quarter as the teams will flip sides of the field. We get ready for the fourth quarter. Okay, we'll go to the fourth quarter with the score. Seals Grove leading 42 to 6. Get ready for fourth quarter of this Seals Grove football on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. It's time to put Wi-Fi where it belongs. Everywhere. Replace your router and blanket your whole home with fast, reliable Wi-Fi powered by Plume and SECV. Plume continuously learns about your internet needs and gets better each day. Plume also brings you parental controls, guest access, ad blocking, and security protection from suspicious content and devices, all available at the touch of a button through the Plume app. Call 1-877-955-SECV or visit secv.com slash plume to learn more. Eagle 107. Back here at Alumni Field here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. This is Seals Grove Football on Eagle 107 and eagle107.com once again. Started this back in 2009. We continue to work our way through, and what a good start to the season, 2020 season for the Seals Grove Seals. Second down play here for the Milton Black Panthers. They have it at their own 29-yard line. Two wide receivers split to the right this time for the Black Panthers. Rao takes a snap, turns, gives it to the deep man. It's got a first down short of the 35-yard line, but it will be a first down pickup for the Milton Black Panthers as they're able to give it to the deep man. This is Seals football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107, WEGH, Northumberland. Sillins Grove. And we have a host of clean jerseys in there right now. We have a new free safety, number 27, Philip. Guess Maria? Jessa Maria. Very good. I'd like to get those new names. You mentioned about opportunities for guys to get in under the bright lights. Kristen, or Tristan Crossan is in at uh, outside linebacker. Reese Feldman in the ball Reece game. Feldman. Jack Hahn's back out there. Oh, almost hit the oh. backfield. That's 26 on the stop there for the Seals Grove Seals. Able to race through and make that stop. That's Rumberg. We've called his name a few times here tonight. Yep. Getting an opportunity, making the most of it as he makes the stop. Seals Grove leading 42 to 6. Under 11 minutes to go in the ball game. I think we called Ryan Straub. He's been in there for a little bit, hasn't he? Yep. Is he there? Five receivers each side for the Black Panthers, showing blitz of the Seals defense. Straub coming off the left. He's going to get in there and chase Rao out of the pocket. Rao rolling to his right, able to make a man miss, still going, showing some athletic ability. Takes it beyond the 40-yard line. 
A good run that time by quarterback for the Milton Black Panthers. Going to be short of a first down. Romberger able to finally get to him after a good run by your quarterback for the Milton Black Panthers. And we, we had a couple of guys that whiffed on that. We had two guys that were there, but uh, they didn't break down. They kind of ran past the ball. It's, we're showing a little youth right now. There's a whole bunch of young guys out there. And this is great for those guys. And number 47 is coming into the ball game right now. Aiden Shea. Aiden Shea's checked Aiden into Shea's the game in for the Seals Grove Seals. Aiden's a good kid, man. His dad's Mike Shea. He's a coach of the program. He's a junior high coach. Mike is a great teacher in the district. I'd say a teacher as well. Yep. yep. Involved in a lot of aspects of Seals Grove. I appreciate having an opportunity to see his son get in the ball game. Yep. And Mike's one of those guys you see at all the events. He's, he's really involved. Milton Black Panthers have it third down and short. Four seconds on the play clock. They get it away. Deep man gets, Valderas gets the call, crosses the 45-yard line. He's going to have enough for a first down for the Milton Black Panthers. Tell you what, it was it was a short game, but but and they got a first down, which isn't good. But on the other hand, Ryan Straub just laid a lick on that running back. Solid tackle. And he's shown that he can break out of tackles. That's even more impressive for Straub to be able to come up there and make the play. Yeah, he's only we. There are a lot of young guys in this football team. I mean, the future is bright for the Seals. When we talk about it, 19 sophomores, 17 juniors for the Seals Grove Seals on the roster. Valderis gets the call again off the left, and he's going to go down quickly. Yep. 67 in the game for the Seals Grove Seals. You mentioned him. Yep, you mentioned him. Good to see him in the ball game. Yep. Monday night, the Steelers open the season on the road against the New York Giants. It all starts at 515 Monday night on 100.9 the Valley, all part of the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation. Now, Connor Grove is out there, cornerback, and we have number 24, Reese Fellman at the other cornerback. The on futures of this. Oh, we got an uncovered receiver. Okay, there's three safeties on it out here. On a second down and 10 play here, Rao drops back, looking, looking, gets rid of it. It's got a man, makes the catch, tackle quickly that time. Well defended play. Coming up, making the stop. The linebacker once again for the Seals Grove Seals jumping all over that. I'll tell you what, we just ran a beautiful cover three on defense. It was well done. Everybody dropped to their zones. The quarterback really had nowhere to go with the ball long. They were looking to throw the ball downfield. He dumped it off to a back or somebody up here around close to the line of scrimmage, and everybody reacted up and made nice, had a nice tackle there. All out on the stop. He came there quickly, as you said. Good to see him in there. He made it. He read it well, got to it. Could have been a big play, but is able to make the stop. Third down and 10 for the Black Panthers. Clock running, 8-10 to go in the ball game. Seals Grove leading 42-6. Rao drops back under a lot of pressure, rolling to his left. Gets rid of it. He's got a man out there, makes the catch. A beautifully thrown going to his left from the right-handed quarterback, Rao. He's able to find his open man. That time, Reef makes the catch. And it's a first down pickup for the Black Panthers. That was a solid-looking play by the Milton quarterback there. He delivered a nice ball, and like you said, he was running to his left, and he crossed the body with a throw. That was great. Got the hips around. He squared the hips. Did a great job delivering a nice ball. It gets it into Seals Grove territory to the 43-yard line. First down and 10 for the Black Panthers. Luke Prakoski had a lot of pressure on the quarterback at that time. Good effort by Luke, but just not quite enough. We just didn't, uh, didn't get there quickly enough. Good job by Luke, though. Ralph stays in the shotgun formation. 
Got some shifting going from right to left. Now back. Misko to the deep back, going off the right side. It's got some quick dance. It's going to be knocked out of bounds. Linebacker pursuit and the cornerback pursuit. Nice job once again by that Seals Grove defense. Milton just tried like crazy to get outside on our right side, and these young kids just ran him down. They did not give ground. When a team's trying to get outside on you, the last thing you want to do is give them slope. Don't let them run downhill. Our kids strung it out. They, they, got, they were up on the line of scrimmage. They ran lateral. They did a good job. They kept the ball in front of them. Ran them out of bounds. That was a great job. And this is a young group. That was fundamentally sound football. Coming up after the game, we'll check on other games around the Valley. Get final stats, final analysis from Dave. And it's all part of the Service Electric Cable Vision postgame show coming up after the ball game. Brown looking deep. Ball's thrown up. Almost intercepted. Two guys going up for it. One seal. One Milton Black Panther. But the ball's going to hit the turf. Falls incomplete. And it's going to bring up a third down and 11 for the Black Panthers. Hey, Ryan Straub caused that bad pass that time because he was he he, uh, he came from the outside and did a great job getting up on that quarterback's face. He got the hands up, forced the quarterback to, to try to get rid of it quickly, and he could not deliver a good ball. Good job by Ryan Straub, number 25, a junior. Third down and long for the Black Panthers. Seals Grove defense trying to... Keep from picking up this first down and see it give it back to the offense. Ball is at the Seals Grove 45-yard line. Rowell takes a snap. Plenty of time. Looking for the screen. Yep. Now he's going to roll to his right. Rowell's going to take off. Being pursued by Shea and forces him to go out of bounds. Good pursuit by Shea and forces Rowell to go out of bounds. Well short of a first down. I'll tell you what, that was excellent pursuit by Shea. And it was an excellent job by Ryan Straub. He was, the quarterback was looking for the screen man. Straub was with him. He couldn't get there. Could not get the ball there. So it's going to be a fourth down here for the Milton Black Panthers. Again, ball sitting at the Seals Grove 45-yard line, 5.20 to go here in the ballgame. Seals Grove looking to get a 1-0 in the 2020 season. And if things shape up the way it looks to be up in Mill Hall, it'll be against the 1-0 Central Mountain Wildcats next week. That's how we want it, 1-0. Man goes in motion for the Black Panthers. Rowell gets the snap. Looking for the wide receiver screen. Now he's going to roll to the left. Now he's got it. Now he's throwing it to the receiver. Makes the catch up the left sideline and finally be taken down. My gosh, these kids are far. The Seals are hitting. Now they got some yards on that play, but they are hitting. And there was a terrible hold on one of our defensive linemen who was trying to get to the quarterback. A flagrant hold, but it wasn't called. And there's a man down on the field for the Seals Grove Seals on the far side. Medical team will come out and chit-chat. You know one, one of the things I like about this group is that we are so relentless in getting to the ball, and that's something that these young guys are doing. I mean, they're aggressive to the ball no matter what happens. On that last play, we, they got about 9 or 10 yards. I'm not really sure, but they got about 9 or 10 yards, and it was not going to turn into a big play because there were so many bodies flying to the ball. I love that. The best way to prevent a big play, besides being fundamentally sound, is to hustle, and our guys are, are flying. I, tell, I like the way our kids run. You know, if you, if you can run, you can play defense. And our kids can run. Getting after here tonight, like you said, there are a lot of times where it looked like it was going to be a big play, but Seals Grove was able to get to it, and uh, these kids they cut it down. Us. They hunt it down, man. They hunt down the running back. I love the attitude here. These guys are going to be so – they're going to win some football games, man. And again, to go back to thinking about that, Milton had gained some momentum where they had a 13-play drive, but – you know, it's about the adjustments. What do you do? How do you cut that down? And, boy, they've made those adjustments 
there has not been that type of offensive possession by the Milton Black Panthers since that time. Yep. And taking advantage every other way. And another advantage, another thing we're doing well, we're hitting. We're a very physical football team. And that, that takes that takes the spirit out of a team. Backup quarterback into the game for the Seals. Gets the call, hands it off to Han. Checking into the game as the backup quarterback for is Kale. Kale Bastion, the freshman. Comes in, takes his first varsity snap, hands it off to Han. Nothing there, lost on the play. Clock continues to run. 42 to 6 lead for the Sealands Grove Seals. I believe Kale Bastion is the only freshman we have on the roster this year. Am I right? Let's take a look at it. I have it written down as he's the only freshman. You got it right. And he's checked into the game, playing that quarterback position. Calls out the signals, looking over the defense like a well-oiled machine at this point for the Seals Grove Seals. Takes the snap, gives it to the up man. Falling forward is that Hahn getting the call again. Nope, that's Straub getting the call. Not much there. Nope. Seals Grove not urgent to get these plays going, let a lot of the time run. Clock continues to run to Mercy Rule. A lot of young guys. We have a big number 75 in there, left tackle, Sam Loudenslager. Junior, 6'2", 251 pounds. Glad to see Sam get some get some uh, some playing time tonight. We have a big number 11 at, at uh, tight end, Kevin Gerhardt, 6 feet, 216-pound junior. And he's also the snapper for the extra points. He's been sharp all night with Brett for the hold and, yes, run he has and roll kicking. Third down and long for the Seals. Bastion turns, gives it to the deep man, bounces off one tackle, and then goes down there. Has Hahn on the carry that time. Not much coming off that left side. Punny situation here for the Seals. Jack Hahn on the run. His dad never ran the ball. <laughs> he wore number 50-something. I'm not sure what his number was anymore. I bet he has a fast mom, too. Nick Rice into the game, number seven. If I saw that number correctly, just trying to get everybody out there. Mm-hmm. He's going to line up on the left side of this punt team. And who is that, number 20? We have a new Romberger's going to punt Romberg. this one away. Yep. Still got some personnel issues. Guys going in and out here. He's going to check in. He's going to be a part of the punt team. Well, it's the JVs. It's the younger it's... kids right now, so you got to be patient with them. Uh, no rush. Let nope. the play clock run. Yep. Steamburger. Steamberg. Steamberg. High snap. Over Romberger's head. He's going to pick go, it up. Rummy. Run it off to the right. He's got a wall out there. <laughs> wow. Okay. Didn't quite get back to the last scrimmage. He lost it. The ball was snapped over his head. Lost, what, about uh, 9, 10 yards? But what an effort by Romberger, right? He Could have been a lot worse. Yeah, he would have been inside the 10-yard line. He made up about 15 yards there. Heck of an effort by Rumberger. Turns the ball over to the Milton Black Panthers here. Trailing 42-6. We're under two minutes to go in the opening game of the 2020 season. Seals Grove will improve to 1-0. Milton Black Panthers fall to 0-1. After tonight, the Milton Black Panthers will be off to take on the Indians of Shemokin, who were last checked were trailing Jersey Shore Bulldogs big. Take a look at some of these updated scores for you. Aubrey, Alexander, Toyota bringing our out-of-town scoreboard. Backup quarterback in for the Milton Black Panthers. Kevin Gearhart steps in, makes the stop. You talked about his size, good size. Able to get in there and make the stop. 
Kevin Gerhardt looks, he fills the uniform out very well. He's 6 feet, 216 pounds, wearing number 11. I like that look. So Central Mountain. Nice play by him. Central Mountain gets the win over Shikalimi, 33 to 6. So they start the season at 1 and 0. The host seals next week. Good. Two 1 and 0 teams will battle out next week. Good. That's what we want. We want to go in on, we want them to come in undefeated. Central Columbia all over Lewisburg, 28 to 7. And Jersey Shore beating Schmokin, 41 to 7. Aubrey Alexander Toyota bringing our out of town scoreboard. Milton just on the stop that time, Dave. Yep. Milton just tried to run up the left side. Uh, met by Jack Hahn in a big way, right on the line of scrimmage. And it is now third and 17 on the 35-yard line, on the Seals' 35-yard line. Kale Bastion checks in on the defensive side now. We now have Austin Finelli at uh, right defensive tackle, number 73. A sophomore defensive tackle, six feet one, two hundred and twelve pounds. These, this is going to be a big team in, in the future. There's some nice sized kids out there. Again, after the game, stick around. We'll have the post game show. You, it's the it's the Service Electric Cable Vision post game show. So mix up in the backfield. Finally, hand off to the deep back, twenty five from Milton Black Panthers goes off the right side. Running the ball that time was Deerhart, Alex Deerhart. And a solid tackle by Reese Fellman on the outside. Sophomore, sophomore Reese Fellman, 5'8", 137, number 20, 137 pounds, number 24. And that's the final play of the opening game of the 2020 season. Sealers Grove runs away with this one as they're able to beat the Milton Black Panthers 42-6. As the teams will meet at midfield for the traditional handshake, the Sealers Grove Seals beat the Milton Black Panthers 42 to 6. We'll go to break. Come back. We'll have the service electric cable vision post game show for you. As we'll get stats from our stat man, Zach Showers, score and recap. Also, the Schmoka Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. They will not do the traditional handshake, of course. Understanding the situation between these teams, they'll just give each other a wave and acknowledge the play tonight, and then they'll head off the field. So that wraps it up. For the game, Seals Grove again wins over the Milton Black Panthers 42-6. Take a break. Get ready for the Service Electric Cable Vision postgame show. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. In store, at home, or anywhere in between. Now you decide how to buy your next car, truck, van, or SUV. Conduct the entire process online from the comfort of your home and let us deliver your new vehicle to you. Or begin the experience online and finish it in our store for a quick and easy car buying experience. With never-before-seen incentives, now is the time to buy. All backed by our lowest price guarantee. So start your online digital buying experience today at blazealexander.com. Taking deals the other guys won't. Another crazy season. I mean weird. A stadium sporting event that used to sound like this... Now sounds like this. But you've got the game on the radio and you can still get great food. Delicious Dairy Queen Grill and Chill. Check out the new Fall Blizzard menu. This Austin Tossed Honey Barbecue Chicken Strip Basket. And the new Pumpkin Cookie Butter Shake with cookie butter, pumpkin puree, whipped topping, and nutmeg. Sealand's Grove High School Football and DQ. And your crowd goes wild. Dairy Queen Grill and Chill. Routes 1115 on the Strip. Sealand's Grove. In difficult times, our thoughts center on protecting and providing for our families. 
A well-thought-out estate plan is essential to that goal. The Shark Law Office in Sealands Grove will help tailor a plan and documents to help you meet your individual needs and goals. If you care for a loved one who is elderly or has special needs, the Shock Law Office can prepare a plan that helps protect their assets and their access to public benefit programs. Call the Shock Law Office at 570-492-7133 to schedule an in-person or remote appointment to discuss your plan. Or find them on the web at shochlaw.com. There she is again, always messing with your eyebrows. She's you. Fussing in the mirror. Time for microblading by Blessed Beauty at Shalom Salon and Spa. Microblading is a semi-permanent procedure that creates perfectly shaped and colored eyebrows without the daily work. Done by licensed technicians. Mention this ad and save $100 off your session in September. Stop messing with your brows with microblading by Blessed Beauty at Shalom Salon and Spa, Market Street, Middleburg. And on Facebook at Blessed Beauty, 570-837-1188. At the Shawley Insurance Agency, they love sports. Just ask Carol or Lynn. They're proud to support our area's schools and high school football teams. They thank the coaches, parents, and communities that support the athletes and believe that participation in any sport helps to foster teamwork, dedication, respect, and character. Remember, for all of life's touchdowns and tackles, the Shelley Insurance Agency is here to help, offering coverage for your home, auto, business, and employee benefits. Shelley Insurance Agency, we're here to help. Visit us at ShelleyAgency.com. Hubs Home Oxygen and Medical Supplies is proud to support the Sealands Grove Seals. Like the quarterback, they are the leaders in the field of home health, medical equipment, and respiratory services. Visit us online to learn more or stop by their newest location in Sealands Grove at the Susquehanna Valley Mall. Go Seals! Eagle 107. Welcome to Service Electric Cable Vision post game show here from Alumni Field, where the Seals Grow Seals beat the Milton Black Panthers 42 to 6. Taking a look at the scoring recap. Again, things started out a bit slow, as you would expect it would for both teams. But once it got going, Seals Grove never looked back. Nate Schoen started off the scoring with a 41-yard touchdown run. That was a one-play drive following interception. It just took uh, three minutes. It came at three minutes and four seconds in that first quarter, and the extra point by Rule Good, and Seals Grove led 7-0 as Nate Schoen got his first rushing touchdown of the season. Seals Grove come back in a big way with their second touchdown, and it was Ryan Allman's first touchdown of the 2020 season as he took it 70 yards. Just It was at 47 seconds to go in the first quarter, two plays, 70 yards, the extra point by Rule Good, a 14-0 lead for the Seals Grove Seals, and that would be the score at the end of the first quarter as Seals Grove led 14 nothing. Seals Grove would add to their scoring as Ryan Allman got his second rushing touchdown of the night. This one from just two yards out. It came with at the 8.57 mark. Five play, 21 yard drive. Extra point good by rule. And Seals Grove led 21 to nothing. But then a 13 play drive by the Milton Black Panthers covering 80 yards. Finished up with a route. One yard touchdown run with two minutes and 53 seconds to go in the second quarter. The extra point was blocked. Seals Grove led 21-6 at that point. But the ensuing kickoff, Nate Allman took it 84 yards for the return. That was with two minutes and 40 seconds to go in the second quarter. 
This extra point good, and Seals Grove increased their lead to 28-6. to That would be the score at halftime as Seals Grove led 28-6. to And then Hoover, back-to-back touchdowns in the third quarter, one from nine yards out with 6.26 to go in the third period. That completed a seven-play drive covering 63 yards, took two minutes and 19 seconds. The extra point by Rule Good, and Seals Grove led 35-6. to But I said Hoover comes back with the second rushing touchdown of the night, back-to-back touchdowns by the junior tailback. One-yard run came with nine seconds to go in the third period, completing a three-play drive, 27 yards, took one minute and 22 seconds. The extra point by Rule Good, and Seals Grove led 42-6, to and that would be all the scoring on the night as Seals Grove was able to beat the Milton Black Panthers 42-6 to here at Alumni Field to start the season at 1-0. Now, Dave, we already were talking a little bit about what would be the Smoke Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. You could be Ryan Almond's 70-yard touchdown run. Could be the multiple block punts by Brandon Heil. But you had another candidate as the Smoke Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game, and I don't know if I'm going to argue that too much. As Nate Almond, you called it, Dave. Nate Almond's 84-yard touchdown kickoff return after the after the drive by the Milton Black Panthers, and that's exactly the definition of a backbreaker play of the game when you start to gain some momentum. Yeah, you're not going to argue it too much. What's that mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I agree. I'm, I'm Milton finally got a glimmer of hope. I mean, they, they, they had a nice drive, and, and like I said, well, what, like you said, we blocked the extra point, but then, well, man, we scored. Holy cow, that's, that's, a, that's a mood killer, man, for a team. So, I, that's, that's my opinion, Pat. Hey, I'm going to go with it. You're, that's the, man. The, You're the man. Nope, that's uh, Ryan, uh, Nate Almond's 84-yard kickoff return after Milton had taken it 13 plays for the score. That's our Shemokin M Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Shemokin M Health Center Workplace Injury Institute offering medical care, chiropractic care, rehabilitation, and more. Call 570-743-4333 for an appointment. That's your Smoke and Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. I was just handed our stats by our stat man, Zach Showers. We'll get a look at that here after this break as we continue with the Surface Electric Cable Vision postgame show. Every week, thousands of people from all over the world come through our doors to enjoy a home-cooked meal or just to browse our gift shops. One of the favorite spots that folks like to gather are near our fireplaces, found throughout our restaurant and lobby areas. Ever since Glix installed the heat and glow inserts and fireplace, we've received so many compliments about how warm and inviting they make our store. I'm Steve Colhavy, General Manager of Country Cupboard in Lewisburg, and we're pleased to be able to recommend Glix heat and glow products. I can still remember the kids rolling around on that comfortable living room carpet. Remember when they were babies, they'd bang those pots and pans on the kitchen tile? I still remember the sounds of soccer and baseball cleats running on those hardwoods and you yelling, leave the shoes outside. (laughs) These floors have seen a lot and they still look so good. They've got some good years left on them. Just like we do, honey. Right? You bet, my dear. You bet. Carpet Man in Milton. Flooring for life. 
You'll see the world of difference at Central Vision Eye Care in the Susquehanna Valley. Conserving and improving your vision with the latest ophthalmic technology is the commitment of Dr. Daniel Facero and Dr. Tara Unsicker Facero. Central Vision Eye Care is scheduling appointments for the locations in Lewisburg, Milton, and Montoursville. Central Vision Eye Care for vision exams, medical exams, cataract surgery. Central Vision Eye Care, where patients are their focus. See us at centralvisioneyecare.com or call 570-768-4970. That's 570-768-4970. Eagle 107. Welcome back to the Cable Vision Post Game Show here on Eagle 107. Eagle107.com and Seals Grove. Seals improved to 1-0 with a 42-6 win over the Milton Black Panthers. Taking a look at the numbers from our stat man, Zach Showers. Again, Seals Grove winning 42-6. Seals Grove and Milton both had eight first downs on the night. Big difference you'll see on the stat sheet is in the rushing department. Seals grow 191 rushing yards. Milton just 75 in the passing department. Pretty even as the Seals had 77 passing yards, Milton 72. So when you look at total yards, Seals grow 268 yards on the night and holding Milton Black Panthers to 147. Turnover-wise, none in the second half as Seals Grove had one fumble. That came in the first half, and the Milton Black Panthers had a fumble and interception, again, both coming in that first half. Penalty-wise, pretty low for an opening game after all the uh, difficulty in the offseason. Seals Grove, four penalties, 32 yards, and the Milton Black Panthers, three penalties for 25 yards. Some big plays in the game. We've mentioned about the Schmokenham Health Center backbreaker play of the game. That's Nate Almond's 84-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. But you got to also mention the big special teams plays by Brandon Heil. Two blocked punts and a blocked extra point. Been covering high school football for over 20 years. I don't. I know I've never seen that many blocks in one game. Brandon Howell coming up big in the special teams. Two block punts and a blocked extra point. But, Dave, we came in talking about the rushing department with uh, Coy Bastion coming in, taking over at quarterback. It was going to be important for that offensive line and for that rushing attack. And, boy, they come away with hundred, almost 200 yards on the ground. you got to be pleased with the effort. I, I'm happy with it, absolutely. I think that the, the offensive line probably made huge strides this week. Now it's it, it's – but we can't stop here. I mean, it's time now for these guys to get to work now. They've got to get 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 into the film Monday. They've got to really bear down on on mistakes they made, and they've got to be a much better football team this Friday than were this this than they were tonight. Looking at individual numbers first for the Milton Black Panthers, Rao ended up ten for twenty, seventy-two yards in an interception. Um, the receptions, Canelo, four catches, 25 yards. Minium had two catches for 22, and Reef, two catches for 21 yards. In the rushing department, Valadares, 30 carries, 68 yards, and tough 68 yards from their running back, number 42, from the Milton Black Panthers. He did have the one fumble. Rao had four carries, seven yards, and he had the lone touchdown for the Milton Black Panthers. For the Seals, Grove Seals, individual numbers, first uh, Bastion, 5 for 10, 77 yards, looked good at times, had a good throw to Brett Four inside the 5-yard line. You see his development. As you know, he's going to get better and better as the season goes along, and he works on the rapport with his receivers. The leading receiver on the night, Brett Four, three catches, 23 yards, right on it, one catch, and Chone, one catch as well for the receiving department for the Seals, Grove Seals. In the rushing department, Right on at six carries, 64 yards, two touchdowns. Shown three carries, 64 yards, and a touchdown. And Hoover, six carries, 
36 or 39 yards and two touchdown added in Bastion's five carries, 32 yards. We said about Bastion coming in, Dave, that he can take off and run. And a couple of those decisions he made, he did the very thing. Once he realized the play was breaking down, he's got the ability. And as Derek Hick talks about, no fear to put tuck the ball away and run. I, I like that. I like the fact that he's not thinking about it. He's doing it. He's out there. He's playing in the moment, and he's reacting to what he sees without without slowly thinking about things. That's a great thing by him. Good job. So, Dave, next week, Seals Grove will travel to take on Central Mountain. Had a convincing win over the Shikalimi Braves. They'll be at 1-0. Seals Grove at 1-0. Your thoughts uh, preliminary about that matchup next week against the Central Mountain Wildcats as we'll Take this show in a row for two weeks in a row. Well, we got to watch film and figure out who Central Mountain is. Uh, first of all, I'm glad that they're one and zero. We we want to challenge every week because we only have eight games, right? So, uh, but on the other hand, it, it'll it'll make things more interesting next week. Central Mountain struggled for a lot of for a lot of years now, and uh, it's going to make it an interesting game. Tune in, folks. So Seals Grove be on the road to take on the one and zero Central Mountain Wildcats. Uh, this is uh, Service Electric Cable Vision post game show. Thanks for being a part of it. Remember to check in on all sports programming on Eagle 107 by going to eagle107.com. Next week, as we mentioned, the Seals will take on the Central Mountain Wildcats at Central Mountain. Catch Seals game day with me, Pat O'Brien, and Dave Hess starting at 6. We'll catch up with Derek Hicks for his pregame show at 6.30, followed by the 7 o'clock kickoff. That wraps up the Seals post game show presented by Service Electric Cable Vision. Remember, you can get all updates and scores and highlights by going to Eagle 107 and Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Just click on the high school scoreboard banner for games across central Pennsylvania. For Zach Showers, our stat guy, and also Anthony Fuza, our producer, and Dave Hess, this is Pat O'Brien saying thanks for joining us for tonight's Seals Football on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. WNL Nissan is proud to support the Sealands Grove Seals this high school football season on Eagle 107. Visit WNL Nissan on the strip in Sealands Grove as they are celebrating Nissan Truck Month till the end of the month, September 30th, with as low as 0% financing for up to 72 months on select models. See all offers and details online at WNLNissan.com. Stay safe and good luck to the 2020 Sealands Grove Seals. Oh, I hate this line. I'm going to be late for work. I just want a cup of good coffee. And I don't have all day to sit here waiting. Well, good news for you. You soon can get fresh roasted coffee and treats at Route 11 Coffee and Cream on the Danville Highway. It's going to be the funnest, funkiest coffee shop in the valley with a drive through that serves you friendly and fast. It's happening later this month, so go to their Facebook page now for updates. Route 11 Coffee and Cream on, you know, Route 11, of course, in between Norrie and Danville. Coming to you soon. Blaze Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg is the lowest price guaranteed, period. Whether you're looking for a new or used vehicle, you're always going to find the lowest price at Blaze Alexander Ford. Check out all our inventory at blazealexanderford.com. And we have one of the largest selections in the state of Pennsylvania on new Fords and pre-owned vehicles. Don't make a $1,000 mistake. Make the drive to Route 45 in Lewisburg, where you're always going to get the most for your trade and the lowest price guaranteed. Blaze Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg, taking the deals the other guys you can't see memes on the radio, so pretend there's a funny one about classic rock on your feed. Yeah, then, uh, you know, lead down and crank up the real thing on Eagle 107.